Hey everybody, welcome back to The Producers. Uh, this week's episode is Dan's third time on the show, so I'm going to make it the shortest intro ever. He plugs all his shows. Check out rvacomedy.com, check out rvapodcast.org, and all the other plugs. Uh, love you. First rodeo. It's not. It's not your first rodeo. Your first Jensen. I was gonna make that joke. I'm glad that you made it. Yeah, I knew you. I knew. I mean, it was right there. You like gave me the smile when you said it. Dude, that was so embarrassing, though. I walked up, knocked on the door, heard a dog bark, and I was like, Floyd. (laughs) That is uh, that is not pretty boy Floyd Jr. It's not. And then I'm like, oh, oops. And then I start walking away. And then I hear the door open and a girl like peeking her head out. I was like, sorry. Uh-huh. I'm really sorry. You I just, didn't mean you just said I'm sorry and walked away. Yeah. No, no, she had like no context what you were sorry for. Yeah, no. <laughs> she probably thinks I was playing Ding Dong Ditch and I immediately regretted it or something. Yeah, like you just like really bad at Ding Dong Ditch. I'm just, I just oh, regret I just it. apologize immediately. I'm, I am, I'm really sorry. I, I wanted to do it, but I wanted I to also, do you know. I, I wanted the knock. I didn't want the regret, the guilt. In a panic, I dropped one of these. Oh, I don't no. know if you can tell which one it is. I have an idea. I'm gonna go ahead and take this one. You know? um, I'm gonna take. I don't have. Do you want me to go get napkins before you do that? Do you want napkins? Is that is that gonna spell? I'm wearing a waterproof jacket, and I have a. Oh, so you're I have good. Two cats below me. I don't have let's any uh. Coasters. Let's try this out. I opened one of these. You remember um, I America's Most Mysterious. I, I opened it. I shaking it up. <laughs> I opened it, and I heard it, and I closed it immediately. <laughs> I was like, that's not good. You love, to, you love to milk the prop bits. Can we start there? I do love to milk the prop bits. And I like to milk the bits that the audience finds funny. Yeah, you like to the do the, the laughs. There's, no, there's found, no cheap laughs. Yeah, they're not they're just, cheap they're laughs. Just not, they're just inexpensive. Look, I'm really good at identifying when the audience thinks something that I'm doing is funny. So I like to milk that for all that it's worth. No matter if it becomes not funny. If you especially get, if it becomes not funny. Because because I'll do it so much, it'll start off funny, then the audience will not be receptive. And then it'll be funny again because I keep doing it. Oh my gosh, on and on. Man. I think we're good now. I think we're good. That is the Dan method. The, the, the tried and true, well maybe not tried, but true Dan method. What, is it, what, is it, what does it say about me that I don't hate this? You don't hate what the the mystery drink? Oh yeah, we didn't that say we're it. Bring, that we're bringing back. I was thinking about that earlier. I was like, I don't remember what we talked about, so I don't know what will be a repeat. You know what? I feel like we repeated a whole lot. I mean, it's, it's we're just gonna we're just gonna. Um, this is the third beat of the Herald. We're just gonna echo everything that we did uh, in the last beat and the beat before that. Except it'll be a little bit different each time. Grandma, this is where Grandma meets the dinosaur. We got We got a clunk. <laughs> 
You didn't even open so, yours yet. I did. I did. It didn't fit. I, didn't. I was so I was so careful because I remember what happened last time. Oh, that was also uh, that show or that night. That was the first time I had bought one of these since the last the the last episode with me on it. Oh yeah! Wow. Oh, and then the Americans. Wow. Yeah. Damn. It's so it's so funny because for a little while there, I got real on my uh, I don't say high horse, but like just the reveling in the satisfaction of people bringing like booze and we're having like a, like a boozy conversation. Right. A little more loose, I guess is kind of the idea. And also, you know, sharing a beverage or whatever. But then I had a, a, a row of guests and not in a bad way, but like where that wasn't the case, mm-hmm. not like, Oh my gosh, you didn't bring anything, but more like that just wasn't the, the vibe for that conversation. And it's so funny cause I was talking about it so much and then it kind of like took a, took a step back and now I'm drinking this. The fraternity man's drink of choice. Like the man who started started the. the Did I really show. start that? I told I, I, you. You've been mentioned on several podcasts. Good, and I, <laughs> and I hope to continue that trend. You the, yeah. You brought you brought that. You brought one bottle of white wine, and I remember really just kind of being. You weren't the first one. To, I, the first one that we had drank on, but like you were the first one to brought something. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a bottle of the House White at Saison. Saison. I, rem- I remember you telling me that, and I think that was before I really went to Saison a bunch. Yeah, so I, did, I was like, oh, interesting. That was before I knew you very oh, well. Hi, all man. I knew was uh, I'm going to. Oh, also for the audience listening at home, first of all, hi internet. Second of all, a cat just jumped up on the table. Hey we're, there. Uh, we're way more likely to get more views. Hey, what's your uh, hey? What's this cat's name? That's Millie. That's hey, Matthew's Millie. Cat. Hey, Matthew's cat. Friend of the show, Matthew. Friend of the show. And occasional host of the show, Matthew. Matthew's going to be, uh, here's here's a spoiler thing, secret, and a drop and going, whatever, breaking news. Matthew's going to be hosting the next Coalition Live. You knew that. But the people... But I let you say it. You let me say it, yeah. yeah. You could have said it. Did you want to say it? Yeah. Uh, so here's a spoiler thing. Uh, Matthew's actually going to be hosting the next episode of Coalition Live. Featuring what, who? Fe- featuring, um... You don't know that part. It's gotta be, it's gotta be one of the Ultra House teams, right? Maybe. So you guys have had, you guys have just had the Johnsons. We did just have the Johnsons on. Do you remember who was before that? Mm, it was the one, yeah, it was the one that has Zane on it. Yep, because it's like it's Zane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that David did that. Mm. Ambassador, we're having Ambassador on. Ambedastor. Ambedastor. Uh, uh, I think the first person who I had, the first house team member I had on the show was Ryan from it. Ryan Clatterbuck. Ryan Clatterbuck. I gotta have him back on one of these. I don't know what that guy's up to nowadays. Ryan? Yeah. He well, is. I know what I know what he's up to, but I haven't seen him. Just like, just like you, you just say, like I just want to see him once and check in and yeah, make some face to face. Just want to just want to check in on him every now and then, make sure that he's doing all right. I think yeah, I think he's doing. He's got the band. And I think last time I saw him was at Champion. Actually, Champion, yeah, 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 he does work. He's there. slanging over there, <laughs> straight slanging. <laughs> so uh, okay, so props. <clears throat> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I think I've already talked about it on every episode featuring Yeehaw. Um, no, I'm just kidding. We don't have to get into that. I do prop wanna... comedy. We can talk about it if you well, like. I don't know what to say about it. No, I don't want to talk about prop comedy. I do kind of want to get back into the idea of um, how you approach comedy. Because, 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 okay, so the bone saw that people know, like, 
you 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 have established kind of yourself as what you are, but I want to know like how much of it is process and how much of it is just I don't know natural influence. Are you just are you just crushing it right now? Uh, well, well, that that is that is to say obviously I am. I I I am saying you're crushing it. No, you're someone else is saying it. Uh, audience listening at home, I'm not saying that I'm crushing it. I am completely biased, though, because your success in some, certain avenues is directly tied to my success. Oh, why? Because every show that you've been in other than Coalition Live has featured me in some capacity? Uh, I wasn't going to say Almost it. every show. I'm trying to think. Have I been book club? You were in a book club. <laughs> I was. You were for a little bit. And then I had to, I had to bow out of it. Yeah, too many shows. Too many shows. That was the first one that I had to be like, yeah, I can't, I can't do this. I'm in too much. What's the best show you've ever seen? I've ever seen that I haven't been in. Without, and everyone give Dan a safe space to just say a good show <laughs> that he hasn't been in. I just want to think. I don't know. Give me, uh, give me some time to think of what give shows I haven't been. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is hitting me already. Is it? No. Yes, it is. I would have done that. If I wasn't influenced by yes, it is. Pledge. This is a misleading number right here. This there should that should be a that should be a zero. Zero. That should be a zero. Zero ounces. Should be a zero. Zero ounces. Um, Best show that I've seen. Yeah, that I was. Okay, so the idea is like you're in a lot of shows. Sure, but like I feel I feel like if people went out and had, and put the time in, they could also be in those shows. Oh yeah, I really liked the rehappening. Yeah, the rehappening a lot was, was really good because I love um, I love the episode of Community that that show was inspired by. Yeah, the one where um, it's all about like alternate dimensions and or not like alternate timelines where it's like one person from the group will leave. Yeah, and that, then that was my favorite. That was one of my favorite parts. And then I heard about the way they did the last show. Did you hear about that? I think I might have seen the last show, but I'm not sure I remember the. The, the, the twist instead of so someone would leave but in the zero scene I think there was the scene after the first person left or something they would find a reason to enter the scene stick around for a second and then leave until I think and then one no one person would kick them out like first they, they find a reason to make them leave right and then when that person who made them leave was the person who left I know this is very confusing but when the person whose job it was to kick them out, the per- the, the walk on, was the person who had to leave the rehappening scene, hmm. that person just stayed on. <laughs> okay, huh? I think that part kind of hooks the explanation. But the reha- but the fact that you can have a mechanic that is that complicated, but once it, you hear the whole idea, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, that's a, a such a good show. And I love like um, the fact that it uh, even when. A person leaves the stage. It's still kind of the scene that takes place. Still kind of informs their character because it's like, what does this person's absence do to this scene that we're basically replaying over and over again? Mm-hmm. So, like, this person generally injects an air of blank into the scene. Now that they're gone, what happens? Mm-hmm. You know, how do the other players on the stage play without this person's particular way of playing? Uh, or that, or that person's character, and the way that character has to be played. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I really liked about that show. I also liked that show because uh, uh, Coalition Junior High was on right after it. That that was another good show. Oh, 
Love that show so I saw much. every episode. Mm-hmm. You know how the plot went. I know. It felt like a, it felt like too relatable. Too relatable. <laughs> like if I, whenever I think about it, like Green Day, like Boulevard Broken Dreams starts. Oh yeah. Like in my head, well, you know, we did about the flashbacks. We had Green Day play and during the last episode. I think it might have been Boulevard. So it, I think it was Wake Me Up When September Ends. That would make sense too. Yeah, because it was it was the slow dance. <laughs> the the uh, we brought it back to another dance uh, during the the finale. Oh man, there's a lot of a lot of. Um, I won't say like scripted drama in there, but there was like a lot of stuff there that. Um, we discovered while we were playing. Yeah, like different dynamics that occurred uh, that had originated on the stage, and then we just like went for it. Yeah. So like there was that episode where it was my character and friend of the show Kimberly's character, and they had that that whole debate. Oh right. my gosh, that was uh, very interesting to watch. The, very uh, fun to watch. I was it was very well done because it looked all. It, I was like, "How much of that was scripted?" And you said, "None of it." The script said that, or the quote unquote script or outline for the show mm-hmm. said that it was sweatless style. Yeah, and I was like, "Well." So, the, so the, the the idea of the debate was you guys were you guys were each given an individual topic. Yeah, um, and you had to say a piece on it, how you'd help or change it or whatever. It was. And these these two characters were are, were basically running for. Student council president, I think. School, I don't know. Something along those lines. Um, That's enough context, right? Yeah, we're basically given, we were given a topic, and we have to, you know, talk about it. Improvise a little thing about it. Yeah, do a sweat list. Do a stand-up sweat sweat list. Oh, man, there's so many things I want to get into, like, your creative brain. Because I feel like, okay, sticking sticking with the idea of these kind of scripted shows, where you do get to kind of find the fun and work the improv um what to you what to you feels the most rewarding in terms of of structure where do you thrive and where and where do you find that others tend to thrive when it comes to like structured shows or yeah like how much how much well i'm trying to put it in terms of generality of um how much i guess how much structure do you need to like be successful in those shows. I don't think I really need all that much structure. When it's like a, a semi-scripted show like that, all I need to know is, okay, here's what's going to happen mm-hmm. during this scene. Here's what needs to happen during this scene. Uh, you know, here's like the kind of plot, the general plot of what happens in this entire episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what's cool about that show in particular, Coalition Junior High, was... Um, I had already, by the time the first episode came around, I had already kind of established who my character was. Yep. So I knew how he would react to stuff. I knew how he would, um, you know, interact with all the other characters on there. Because uh, the practices that we had leading up to and during the run of the show, mm-hmm. they were technically canon in the storyline of that show. So, like, a lot of stuff that we established during practices, I think, and don't quote me on this because it's, you know friend of the show sean hambright's baby but i think a lot of them are being carried into future episodes or like yeah. the next season of the show well i mean that's kind of a, the idea of doing a season two is like we want to see these characters do more stuff oh yeah i'd love to do more stuff 
mean, that does also bring in the question of the idea of having these characters who were meant for the the plot of the first season. and Having then, them carry over. And then try to write a new plot. Yeah. Like, you you, 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 write the char- you write the plot with the characters in mind, obviously. But I feel like the plot also helps inform the characters. Oh, yeah. Definitely. In the initial one. And I mean, that's who's to say that doesn't also happen in the second one? But the idea is you're influencing an already created character. I've played... Um, I've been in two separate shows where they've been super character based and in two of those or in those two i've played a character with dad issues <laughs> like coalition junior high my character is trying to figure out who the fuck his dad is yeah and in coalition radio hour my character is trying to figure out where his dad is and how does that relate i i don't i don't know how that relates because you know your dad i know my dad i have a very close relationship with my dad what does that say about me that i keep playing characters that have daddy issues Maybe I'm just trying to explore that side of a person's head. Ooh. Like. So, like, do you think you're exploring? And this idea, I don't, I almost, I don't want to, I don't think I know enough about it. But I, I want to, I, I feel like, do you feel like you're exploring like a, your masculine energy or something? You don't know enough about masculinity. Wow. Wow. Hey, came out of your mouth. Not mine. You're the one who said it. Contextualize that shit. Um, home. I just mean the idea of like, how can you be the way that you are? Like, you're you're like saying you're you're. I like I like to to really explore the idea of like things the things that are happening the things that are manifested are kind of built from your subconscious in a way to where like. If you're noticing a trend in the way you do things or specific things you keep uh, ma- uh, being drawn to, then like there has to be like kind of like you were saying something there. That Maybe I'm just not original. Maybe I just keep on pulling the same the same storylines because I I can't think of any other ones. Uh, but I mean, there's something to be said about just pl- playing with what you know. I mean, yeah. you're always learning new oh, yeah. things. I think uh, subconsciously, I try to challenge myself with. Things that I, Daniel Falarka, have never experienced in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I try to kind of approach it from that point of view. Uh, or try to understand that point of view. Um, because, you know, it's it's super easy for me to play a character who has a loving father. Mm-hmm. You know, because I do have a loving father. Shout out to you, Dad, even though you're not going to listen to this because I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm going to block you from seeing the link that I post if I post one. You always post them. I always post them, yeah. I have to post the third one, you know. Rule of three is in comedy. Oh my god, shut up. You shut up. <laughs> you shut up. I have to say that. You have to say that. I know, I get it. I, uh, what are the worst things about you? <laughs> okay, let's get into it. Say it. You will come <laughs> every time. I, like, respond as interested to an event on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. It's and because it, be, it shows up in my news feed. And you will like it and you will like, comment, I'll comment on it. something on it. Like, oh, word. <laughs> oh, nice. That's cool. Hey, Jonathan, this is very cool. Thank you, Jonathan. Very cool. Oh, it's the worst. I it do that. It drives me. I, I, I'll never not like that. I'll never, I'll never like that. I, I only I only do it to a select group of people, so you should be no, no, no. I you should be very flattered. It's it's all playful, but like, um, oh gosh, I don't like it's. I exist to annoy you. <laughs> In that respect, on Facebook, 
Well, that, that that's your thing on Facebook. You don't even get that added comedy anymore mm-hmm. when when it says Bonesaw commented on it. I took that away from you. It's I didn't even I missed the whole thing. What I the mean, whole? No, I, I was I was I, I like saw it when it was mm-hmm. there, but like I missed the beginning part and you changing it. I, I got there like four days late when I like happened to go on to see like. A place. I don't remember what the night was, but you just said I one. wasn't in my right mind. When oh, I posted it on Facebook. Is I was that like, true? I was like, there's no way this post is going to get any likes. You said one like and I'll change it. And then you liked it yourself. And then I said, okay. And then you did it. Yeah. You but I, when I changed it to Bonesaw, I wasn't in my right mind. And I was like, there's no way that it's going to get 50 likes because you it's said 50. late. 50. I said, if this post gets 50 likes, I will legally change my first name to Bonesaw. First of all, never happened anyway. You didn't even do... You kind of said like a unobtainable. Unobtainable? 15,000 likes. Yeah, but I also... If I said it was something unattainable, then nobody would feel compelled to participate. And I, I, I like I like audience participation. So I said 50 likes. I never get 50 likes on anything that I post. Very rarely do I get... On Facebook? Many. Yeah, on Facebook, I very rarely get 50 likes on anything. Okay. You know, if I get less than ten likes on something, then I delete it. Wow! But for this wow. post, hey, what do you mean? Wow! Wow, dude! That just means that it 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 wasn't it wasn't a good post, and I understand that, and I take that lesson with me. I just want to say, I do the same thing on Instagram. <laughs> if I give a post on the forums, or it sucks. I've done that for the it. Dad's Cologne Instagram before. Oh, really? I posted something. Waited five minutes. The only people who liked it were my alternate accounts. And I was like, delete. Wow. I won't tell you what it was. I won't tell you what post it was. You want to tell me? Well, you know, okay. So no, you, don't, you, don't, you don't have to tell the... I'm going to tell, tell the internet. Okay. Uh, so on Instagram.com... Are, are we referring to the, my audience as the internet right now? Have I never... Have yeah, I ever I don't not? Think, I don't think, have you? Yeah, I have. Oh. Are you being sarcastic right now? No, I'm genuinely just... Didn't pay attention to that. Is that a sarcastic answer? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, but on Instagram.com slash Dad's Cologne, there's nice a post on there. There's a Nice po- plug! <laughs> there's a post on there now where it's something along the lines of um, when I'm on stage in character and I see somebody take their phone out to take a picture or something. And it's a picture of that fucking scared hamster. And next to it is a hamster doing the peace sign. Yeah. I had posted something really similar to that a couple weeks before where it was like me, me during an improv set versus me hours after the improv set thinking of all the funny things that I could have said. And it's a picture of that same scared hamster. And next to it is a picture of like that, that really muscular, strong, angry hamster running on a hamster wheel from Family Guy, I think. <laughs> that post didn't get any likes within five minutes. So I took it out to pasture. Damn. Then I remade it into the peace sign hamster. And it got more likes than the last one that I made. So, look. Look, it's just business, baby. Look. It's, it's just business. It's just- also, what was I talking about before we, we got distracted? We had something going uh, that I was very excited to go on. <laughs> we yeah. lost it. I immediately lost it. This is why I have the notebook. We lost it. But you didn't write it. You didn't I, write anything. I didn't, it wasn't even out. I had pulled it out after. So I was like, that's probably something I should have written Well, I'm down. sure we'll come back to it. I, uh, so many. I'll tell you what I was doing on my way over here other than 
panicking because it was rainy as shit out there. And I, I thought I saw you drive go. by like an no. hour before. No, that wasn't me. It might have been my same car, but it wasn't me. Mm. So I, on my way over here, I was listening to uh, this really cool podcast uh, called The Producers. Oh, gosh. And I think the featured guest on it was Kimberly Nario. Yep. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't finish it. I didn't finish it. I got like a couple minutes in. Also, yeah, thank you for that shout out. AP Lit Fame. Yep. Yeah, I got you. She's she's not famous for anything else other than that. She no. was just on the show. AP Lit is her least famous thing. It's the newest right now, thing. Right now. It's the newest, the newest one. Newest. It's the a newest good thing. thing. She's like the mastermind. She's like the leader of that whole thing. I was against you guys using Lit, but then I thought, oh, it's Lit. Yeah, it's Lit Fam. It's perfect. The AP, AP. stands for Asian Pacific. Asian Pacific. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> are, are all of you Asian Pacific? I'm going to let you answer that. I don't know. Do you think we would have chosen that as our name if we weren't? Yeah. Why? Oh, gosh. Don't do this to me, Daniel. No. What were you going to say, though? You were talking to Kim or something. I thought I had taken... You were listening to Kim's podcast. I was listening to her podcast. That's what you were saying. She uh, she spoke in complete sentences before age one. <laughs> What the fuck did she have to say? What does someone, what does somebody younger than 12 months have to even say? I'm not even gonna, I don't know what, uh, look, look, I believe her. I think it's cool that she spoke in complete sentences before she was one. Mm -hmm. I spoke in, I, I'm 26 and I still can't speak in complete sentences. <laughs> same, dude. Same. same. Is same a complete sentence? Same? No is a complete sentence. Right? Right. Is right a complete sentence? Look, I thought I was taking some good notes, but I've only written two things. The first one was obviously complete sentences before each one. Okay. The second one was literally just the word horoscope. That was it. You guys talk about the Zodiac a lot. In the first part of the episode, is that true? I, I, I love, I love talking about it. It's so, it's such, I, like I say, it's such a fun room to play. So I don't know what I was going to talk about when I wrote that down, but I do remember an interaction I had with Kim uh, after or during Crossroads when we were all doing that showcase. We had that really good show. Yeah, I had told her that I was a Leo, and she was like, "Oh, oh yeah, you're a Leo. Oh, that makes sense." And I was like, yeah. "How does that make sense?" It's perfect sense. And you're then she Leo. said. She said, oh, because Leo's put on this mask of wanting to be the center of attention. Oh, you? No way. And I was like, oh, my God. Did you read me? <laughs> it's like, I don't you even, know me. Look, I don't even believe some of that stuff. I don't believe a lot of Zodiac stuff, you know. I, I mean, say, look, a broken clock is right twice a day. Oh, my gosh, Daniel. I, I always say it's it's so much more fun when you just play in that room. When you go into that room and saying, like, you... When you're not in the room, you're like, okay, I get it. Like, I can totally get with the idea that this is bullshit. 
I'm not saying it's true. But when I go into that room, I leave my disbelief outside. You like leave your shoes. suspension to disbelief. And then I just go inside and play in that room and have so much it's fun. It's like, you know what? Dan's such fun. a Leo. Oh, my gosh. I, I have Leo. three Leo friends. Three Leo buds who I send the memes to. Do I know them? Yes. And you're one of them. Who's the other two? Uh, Jesse, Smalley, friend of the show. Oh, she's a Leo? Uh-huh. So we're not that similar. You guys, you guys have similarities in certain personality traits. Okay. Um, and then Mara. Oh. Mazraski, future friend of the show. Future friend of the show. Also my teammate on Yellowstone. Ooh. And also a fellow castmate in season two of Coalition Radio Hour. But she was supposed to be in episode, uh, season one. Let's talk about Radio Hour because I know something you wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah. First of okay, so the first thing I want to say is uh, I think Adam Stackhouse is a genius. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a genius. So is his co-director on that show, Zane. Adikis. I'm going to get to Zane. Okay. Well, I just wanted to... But I wanted to separate the two. Okay. Oh, I, I would like to separate the two of those two. Uh, those two as well. Well, I'll do Adam and you do Zane. Okay. Adam's a genius. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Go for it. And you do, no, I did Adam. You do Zane. Okay. I think Zane is a genius. <laughs> No, but okay, so it's a well-directed show. It's very, it is a very well-directed show. But then, like, everything is good. And, like, the cast is not too big. Yeah. And that's what I like about it. Dude, so for this season... Also, I I also want to point out that I don't get to see Summer in a lot of stuff. Yeah. She's in uh, the Deli Rats. She's in Deli Rats, and she's in... um, uh, till death, till death, and then radio hour, and so I love seeing summer. She kills perform, it in all of those, of course, and everyone else because of course uh, I don't get to see Dustin perform that much. He's really good. Um, and then who's the guy on the piano? Um, damn, I'm gonna look like an asshole because I can't remember his name. Well, when's the last time you saw him? I haven't seen him in a long time. Yeah. So, but but okay, so the guy he's the one. He's he was, we, he was he was incredible. We have a we have a new pianist this season. Oh, well, could, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, she she's she's pretty good actually. She's right. very good. Awesome. Um, of course, and then Abby Bo, everyone. Else yeah, everyone, good. everyone's everyone's coming back. But that is a really good idea. And it's just well executed. Yeah, and I remember. Uh, so for this season, uh, we were kind of asked to write like character bios for the characters that we're playing. Um, and I wrote mine initially, and I haven't, as of right now, as of this recording, I haven't sent it in Slack yet. Ooh. But I had written I, something. I, is that channel private? Yes. As the Radio Hour as Channel? It, should it is private. Um, is, it, is it called Radio Hour Show? It's called Radio underscore Hour. That makes sense. But it's private. But it's private. Nobody can get on it. I don't know why people use underscores. I don't know either. It's it's like it's like a space, but not really a space. Like if you want to space out your words, don't put a line there. What it's like in usernames or emails, it's like numbers. It's like get an original idea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> For fuck's sake! I got a Gmail account the other day in really? 2019 Ooh. with six letters, no numbers. What is the what are the six letters? I'm not gonna tell you. Okay, fine, fine. It, it, it's a it's a project I'm working. All right, on. then keep your secrets. <laughs> I can't hear you laughing, so I just thought I'm doing it alone. Um, I'm trying to get an email account with a uh, million unread emails in it in my spare time. Actually, so, this might be a good time to plug it so if people want to like get, send me emails well, or like, here's my, subscribe here's, me to any newsletter. My normal email account, 
my Yahoo account. Yeah. Um, I have six. First of all, Yahoo. Yeah. So shut up, dude. Look, I've had this for a long time. I have I have accumulated sixty four thousand six hundred and fifty eight unread emails. Can you repeat that? Sixty four thousand six hundred and fifty eight. And how long have you had it? Probably for like fifteen years. Fifteen years, you got sixty five thousand. No, that's not right. Fifteen years. I was eleven. Fifteen years ago, I might have had it, uh, or it might have been my Hotmail account. Maybe when I was seventeen, eighteen. I think I did, made my Gmail. I hmm. wish I had gotten the original Mustoe, but I didn't. Mustoe. That'd been cool. There's no. Uh, I think someone stole the full Arca one. So I've been trying to just spam it. I'm up to thirty one hundred. Spam it. Do it. Spam that. P o a j e l. There's also a Twitter account. I want to set up that if, if this, then that. Whenever I get an email, it posts a GIF. And whenever I get a GIF, it, whenever I post a tweet, it sends me an email. Mm. So it's just a cycle of emails. You know it's day. supposed to be pronounced GIF, right? I don't want to do this. I'm not trying to argue. I'm just saying. I know. I'm just saying that it's supposed that. to be pronounced. That's like how that. I used to say it. Like uh, Jiffy Lube or Jif Peanut Butter. Jif. That's the correct... It's yeah, not but like, it's, it's not like graphic. Think I, about what it's. Think no, 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 about Dan, what, Dan, I want you to know I'm on your side. I okay. just say it the other way to All blend right. into society. All right, we live in a society. So if I had said that to you, then it would have been fine. Mm. But if I said that to somebody who says "gif," it would have broken their brain. So we were supposed to write character bios for Coalition Radio Hour season two, and I was kind of like in the middle of writing mine, and I was. Trying to figure out Arcade Clink is the name of my character in Coalition Radio Hour. Arcade Clink. Arcade Clink. Arcade Clink. I was going to try to do a British accent for the second season. Okay, I'm glad you did. But I'm not going to do it. I'm glad. Um, so I was trying to write like a bio on like what he's like. What is this person like? What are his wants? What are his likes and dislikes? And the only thing that I had written was like. He's been at uh, he's been at this theater for a really long time, and he feels as if he's kind of dwarfed by the talent that he is among, or like the pe- the the people that he performs with. And I'm like, am I writing about myself or am I writing about this character? Because <laughs> I think about all the other people that I'm performing with, and I'm like, oh shit, that's funny. Like, and also like. To the to the day I've been in Richmond for three years. Today, yeah, I think so. March first. Oh, cool. oh, we're dating this podcast. That's it's fine. March first. That's fine. It's okay. Cool. It's fine. Nobody. Nobody it's it's not illegal. It's, People won't be yeah, mad. It's allowed. It's allowed. As of March first, two thousand when two thousand. You don't know when. Well, you know what year it is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're oh. right. It could be two thousand thirty when Kingdom Hearts Four is coming out. I don't. I don't fucking know what it's Kingdom Hearts same. is. <laughs> all I know is it takes a long time for them to get those games out. Yeah, is that all you know? It takes a long fucking time. I know that there's Donald Duck and Goofy. Oh, Daniel. I know that there's Final Fantasy characters in it. Mm-hmm. I know that people are big fans of it. So you think you're dwarf? You think you're dwarfed in talent? I don't think uh, it. It's uh, weird to be like I want. I want to let you off the hook because that was really that was a really aggressive question. Yeah, thank you. The, <laughs> the idea that when you're performing, I don't ever, I don't ever perform well, 
if I think I'm like the best on stage. I never think I'm the best on stage. I may I may act like it, but I never actually feel that way. I'll I'll, I'll be vulnerable enough to say that I had a really big ego when I made a house team the first time, and I remember that was when I was still in three hundred one. Oh, I bet you did have a showcase. big ego. <laughs> yeah, because I that was, was a good three hundred one showcase too. And I remember that we talked about it in my first episode. Did we? That was a good. Oh yeah, because you, you said that you had seen it, and I was really surprised. I um. Actually, that's one of the that's one of two sets of mine that I've watched. Ooh, I haven't watched I haven't watched any of my sets. I was going to ask you. I watched that one because I came upon it. Um, someone sent it to me. <clears throat> with improv and with stand up, I just can't. And I know you're supposed to record your sets in imp- uh, in stand up yeah, and listen to the points that are where the audience laughs and elaborate. All on that nonsense. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's just like watching old old movies of myself. Okay, well, we'll listen to this. Listen to this idea. So, I didn't like that set because of me. Mm. The whole point of me saying I had an ego and stuff is because I came in thinking I was hot shit, and then I was a shitty, shitty performer. Mm. So I think was this yeah, after you had made a team? After I made a team, okay. Because that was the week that we were trying to get everyone, all the house teams, to do a student showcase <laughs> before we had even performed. Jensen said, "No thanks." You yeah, all fucking bailed. Yeah. And I think Rodeo couldn't do it, and then Resident Ghost did the first one. Rody, no. Yeah, Rody, no. That's how Resident Ghost got their name. <clears throat> yeah. From that set. But uh, Detective did two, and we did really well. And it was, one of, the, one of them was one of the best shows where it was like, the crowd was so full, there was like standing room. It was room. probably like a 101 showcase <clears throat> or something. There was a 101 were. and a 201. Okay. But also like... There's a lot of other, like, theater, there's a lot of more theater people there because they mm-hmm. wanted to see Detective perform because it oh, was yeah. like, I think it was, it was a Sunday. I'm trying to see that new blood. It was the, it was the first new house team show that was going to be, we were going to be the first one. Mm. I'm, I'm almost positive I could be wrong, but I believe we went up Sunday and Tuesday and then on Monday was Sketch and then Wednesday was Resident Ghost. And then was it that following weekend that you guys opened or was it a couple weeks later it was like two weeks later that you mm. guys opened okay. you guys were first oh yeah wait were we first you guys were first and third and jensen was first we were and first and third but i don't know if we were the first performing that night uh well i don't know if you guys were i i know that um if you meddled. the only people in my family who have seen me do improv are my little sister and her boyfriend and it was that first jensen set oh really that very first one we improved dramatically from that point, but I do still feel good about that set. That first one? Yeah. That yeah. very first one where I played an ambulance. <laughs> I love it when people play inanimate objects. Uh, but, but I guess to go back to what I was saying. Um, we have distracted ourselves from every everything every that we brought up. Thing. So we'll go back to what go we'll back to what you're but saying. But I'll go I'll find one thread. We'll find we'll close we'll close that one. All, All right. right. At least um, one. So that was one of the best sets I ever had where the whole, it, it, the whole, it was like, it was cold, but it was hot in the room. So it was, everyone was sweaty. The bar was packed with people. Like there were so many people there. It was like capacity mm. and we absolutely killed and walking off again, everyone's sweaty. We're just kind of like, we just knowing we just killed and like walking off just felt like this is the best feeling ever. It felt like hot shit. Yeah, it was the best show ever. It was my, it was definitely my best show ever kind of thing. So like. Yeah, to have an experience like that around a student showcase. Um, Just well, straight flexing on them but, students, you know? But, it, yeah, well, Anthony had the idea to, like, showcase what 
you the idea of taking the classes gets turned into. Oh yeah, I thought it was good. But what was I? What was I think we were talking about Jensen? Were we talk, what, 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 what got us into these house teams? Felt, felt good about mm. performing was the first. Well, I'll, I'll go on the new thread then. I was talking about how um, I like uh, so everybody on Coalition Radio Hour. I feel like is really, really, That's really right. Really and I was good telling the story about how. what they do. So okay, also, so the I'm name of the pianist from season one is David Robbins. I didn't look that up, but I remembered it in my head. That's right. That's true. I remember. Yeah. I remember. I was uh, looking at his headshot when we was looking at the new, the new RBA comedy website. RBA also, comedy. David was like, or David Pajor, a friend of the show. He was like, uh, just take a look at all the the headshots on the Coalition Theater website. If you think that they need to be super profe- professional, just take a look at some of them, and you'll see that they don't need to be. Mine was taken at Guar Bar on somebody's phone. Uh, okay. Yeah. I got. I do you have yours? I want to see yours. Also, it was like a year ago. <laughs> I didn't. Know I procrastinated on that for an entire year. Yeah, well, they asked us to do it a year ago. I got it out. I got it out immediately. Okay, okay. Um, well, brag about it. I did. I just did. But okay, so the idea. The idea was so the first show was on Sunday, the second show was on Tuesday, and Wednesday, we went up with the three hundred one, and I went up thinking I was so hot shit, and I was a terrible teammate. I had a couple good scenes and like I played it fine because I I could do the, the the class but like it was not my best. I think it's important to feel like you have those sets. Well, yeah, it, it's definitely important to bomb. You need to you need to be humble. I mean, that was the whole thing with Tiny Butters early on. Oh yeah, that's not bad though. It isn't a bad picture. That's a good picture. It's a nice picture. Um, but like Tiny Biters, that was that was the wave we would ride every other set because we had regular refineries. Because at the time, it was really hard to fill the refinery. Mm-hmm. But like, so we had we had refineries for like two months, and like one set we would have we would get like enough laughs to feel like we had a good set, and we would do like we would think like oh we just did good improv like we can appreciate the set, mm-hmm. and then the next set think riding the high of that that last set we would fucking just tank it would just suck we would just not do well and so that was that was a big lesson was like you got to go in you first of all you have to you, you have to go in looking at yourself act, actualizing yourself mm-hmm. but also like of course there's going to be uh a want to like rank everybody but when you just really but i feel like you're what you're saying is like yeah these people are really good but like what you're focusing on is like i'm just saying they're really good and yeah. I'm around really good people, so like, I don't want to not be really good. Yeah, no, I they. My, I gotta bring my shit. It's like, I I want to be better than I already am, just because I'm in their presence. Yeah, and I think that's important to not to necessarily feel like shit about the way that you play, but exactly. like, but, but know that you with, can be better. Surround love, yourself with people who are good at it quote unquote better than you so you can elevate yourself to their level I'm not even saying necessarily better than you well, that, but that's people, why I quote unquote it. people that inspire you to be better people who you think are doing good things yeah people exactly. people who make you laugh are the people that you should like if you I always say like the the value of someone who can make me laugh yeah. laugh making them laugh oh it's so good oh yeah at the uh, the bat I could hear Sham laughing so such a good feeling mm. so mm. fun or like uh, when you when you do hear one of your friends laugh, like uh, Anthony has a distinct laugh. I think you have a distinct laugh. 
Um, of course, like Ryan. For it's example. pretty hard to make me laugh during. Or yeah, that I sounds get, it's it, it's dickish for me to say. It's not that I don't find it funny. It's just like it doesn't trigger I'm a not, physical auditorial response. I try not to, you know, because my laugh is dumb. I feel like huh? so I try not to be too loud. But I also want people to know, like I think you're being funny, and I specifically think that you're funny. So I've gotten someone has gotten upset at me because I don't laugh enough. I just like the face. I love that dead face. Why don't you? Why don't you smile more? <coughs> you should oh, put a smile on that that's face. Problematic. That's problematic. <laughs> that's not. Okay. You should have told that person. That's problematic. Well, I just. Well, that's what I said. Like I'm just. I don't know. Who just, was it? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Tell me their name. No. Tell me his name. No. Tell me her name. No. Okay. I'm just gonna guess. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna list off names right now. Okay. I'll, hey, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you if you get it. Don't guess. Okay. Was it? Uh, nope. Was it a friend of the show? I'm not gonna answer. Okay, fine. Then I'm not gonna ask anymore. Even <laughs> though I asked one question. You asked one question. I asked one question. I got rejected. Okay. So. Oh my god. Okay. So. So many fucking different things. Okay. So Radio Hour, great show. A lot of talent around you. What's the, what's, what's another a thought you have about that show? Radio Hour. Yeah. Oh, so a completely separate thought. Let's take it. In so. A I had read something that friend of the show, Sean Hambright, had said about the show. And he said that it seemed like a show that had been going on for years. Mm -hmm. And he saw, like, the first, like, either the first or, like, second episode. And that, like, really rung true to me because it was, was like, this is all completely improvised. Like, it's so improvised. It's crazy. And it's super guided, too, though. Like, uh, oh, really? Adam and Zane up in the booth. This is when, so it's not even that guy. They're just like telling us when we're doing the radio stuff. And most of it is pretty much improv. But it's really structured, improvised stuff. And I think I I do pretty well with structured comedy Mm -hmm. like that. Because with like Star Team, you didn't have like a written outline or something or anything. But we knew what was supposed to happen in the episode. Mm -hmm. And we did kind of have something similar with. Uh, the computer character played by a friend of the show, Alex Light. Wait, is he a friend of the show? A future friend of the show. Fre- future friend of the show, friend of a friend of the show, uh, <laughs> of detective and oatmeal Marge fame, uh, Alex Light. And he played the computer, and I don't know if you're familiar with Star Trek or not. But is that Star Team? Star, Star Team, yeah. Well, Star Team, yeah, yeah, that Trek. show, is essentially a parody of Star Trek, or is I'm, Star I'm, Trek a parody of Star Team? Who knows? I'm slightly familiar with the concept of parodies. Slightly. Of slightly. <laughs> okay. All right, <laughs> Mysterious Five. Um, he was up there in the booth. like He was guiding us through stuff. He's like, uh, I've detected uh, some trilithium on this planet, trilithium. and we're going to transport, we are going to warp there. It's like, all right, cool. <laughs> I think say, as, dude? I just feel like, um, if I, it doesn't matter how structured a show is, if I'm still let loose on the stage. Yeah. Oh, with, I think that was one of the first questions I asked. Yeah. You no, just, I'm you bringing it back. Just took like I am bringing it. I am bringing it back. Questions. I chose to bring it back. Ooh, I did so that on purpose. I minutes. did that on purpose, and you're right. It was like 40 minutes. Was like, I chose to like do so. Minutes. I made oh, I made a decision, God. and it was a good decision. What's your go-to breakfast, Dan? I don't think I asked you that on the last one. I I made a joke about my go-to breakfast can you, last can you, time. You want you make it again? Do you want me to say it word by word? Oh, no, I said it was two hard-boiled eggs. Oh, that's right. 
I said it was too hard boiled eggs. You, you agreed. Uh, well, do you? Okay, so I want to ask you that because I, I don't remember what it is. But uh, my my, I don't have a, is. I don't have a go to breakfast. But last, but I had a waffle. Uh, that's what Today. Kim, that's what Kim said in her episode. I have. You just you're gonna answer with everyone else. I'm gonna answer with everyone else's answer. Um, okay. I know your favorite drink at Starbucks is Ooh. a double chocolate chip frappuccino. Oh yeah, I did say that. I don't have it anymore though. Come on, I did. I how, did say that. How long ago was it that you recorded that episode where you said that your favorite drink at Starbucks was a double chocolate chip frappuccino? Though four days ago. Four days ago. <laughs> You can change that much. Just, For the just, audience listening at home. Oh my god. This was last week. This was four days ago. This episode was, was Friday. Last week. That was a Monday. Wow. Oh. Wow. Do you Damn, no, it's it's the best tasting drink because it's a sugared chocolate milkshake. I like, getting, I like the green. I like getting the green tea chai latte because oh, that's my latte the fact latte. that the word the the word green tea is in there means that it's healthy. Oh. Right? Look, you drink a lot of green tea, you know what happens? Uh, you become healthy and you don't die. Well, no, I take it back. You probably will die, but not. Uh, Wow. Not anytime soon. I asked some people if they had any questions for you. Wait, who, who'd you ask? Don't worry about it. Who you ask? Don't worry about it. Long-time listener, first-time caller, I have a question for the guest on your show. Clint, <laughs> right there to call in. I just want uh, to say, first of all, I'm a big fan of your work, Daniel Falarka. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, what's it like on the set? <laughs> you have to want a sketch lately. We didn't even talk about that. What's that? We didn't even talk about all the sketch you've been doing. Oh yeah, I've been doing a lot, of, a lot of sketch. Don't worry, we got a lot. To I was in, that. I was in two sketch shows since we, since you last heard me, audience, internet. I was in the New Year's Eve sketch show, and I was in the Valentine's Day sketch show. I feel like we're barely scratching the surface. Always, we are barely scratching the surface. Okay, well, feel free to do that really clever bring back thing. I'm just gonna keep starting. New ones. So I don't write sketches. Or I don't write sketch, um, and I don't take sketch cat classes at the Coalition sketch Theater. Cats. Sketch cast, sketch, sketch classes, sketch classes. Dan, are you okay, Dan? Crack. No. Yo, I, I told you I had a massage today, right? At work. <laughs> yeah. I I wasn't like- gonna do it, and then my HR, our HR manager, who sits like right next to my desk. Came out of her office. She was like, "Hey, we have a couple slots left for massages, Daniel. If you if you'd like to go get a massage downstairs, I'm like, I'm getting peer pressured by our HR manager to get a massage, oh and it's fine. You Are know, you what? uncomfortable it's, getting massages. I'm not uncomfortable getting massages. Okay, I'm just not comfortable asking for a happy ending. Um, <laughs> which is what you really want. Which is what? No. Oh, you wouldn't commit to that part of the bit. No, I'm not going to commit to that part of the bit. I, I was at work. Dare slam that down. I was at work, my friend. <laughs> so what? I'm trying to maintain an air of professionalism. And That's why I go by Daniel. Something. That's why I go by Daniel and not Dan or... We also need to revisit the Danilo talk. Uh, have you my phone do, we need, do we need to... Mm-hmm. Do we need to... Why do you keep going like this? I have a... Uh, I'm trying to... Hold this this bottle like a wine wine glass. Don't you have to hold it from the bottom? Weird. Yeah, but it doesn't have that little stem thing. Oh, they should make stems for these. Patent. I'm patenting that idea. 
Can you patent? I'm gonna patent that idea. Can you patent an idea? So it, I was signed up to go. I was in the sl- the eleven o'clock slot to go downstairs and get my massage. <laughs> and massages are supposed to be like super super stress free. Like oh yeah, just sit here and relax for as long as you're here, and we'll just. We'll just get those knots out of you. We'll just, I felt good just, we'll just by your explanation. We'll just go ahead and massage you. I thought about last time I got a work massage and she talked about my like, house on. We'll just like touch you on your shoulders and oh. and like, you know, like put pressure on your pressure points down your spine and then move your arm around, you know. And the whole time I'm just thinking, oh fuck. What about what about uh my my team upstairs? What if we get a call and there's no coverage? What then? What if I'm what if I'm not there to help out? Getting a massage. You can't take because breaks. I'm downstairs getting a fucking massage. We can't take breaks. But my my default thought was to worry, and I was like, oh no, this isn't a this isn't a good thing to to feel. So how'd you process it? I was just like, you know what. By the end of it, I was almost asleep. Oh, so, so well. It was pretty relaxing. Um, How long was it? 10, it was 15? like 15 minutes. Wait, but it the, went by really, really fast. Of course it always does. I was like, I could just sit here for the rest of the day. I don't need to, I don't want to go upstairs and do work. No. Uh, and at 11, too? I was like, oh, I'm so refreshed right now. It's so early in the day. <laughs> like the, the lady was like, all right, all done. And then so I stand up and I'm like, ooh, wow. She was like, welcome back. I was like... Was that, did I fall asleep? Was I like snoring? I don't know. What but I was I was just sitting there like in the middle of a panic attack and then nothing. I woke up and then I woke up. I was like, oh wow, I feel really refreshed. Yeah. So I guess that's the point of a of a massage is just the work massages. Yeah. I also remember my um my manager had told me one time that I'm really hard to read. Mm-hmm. And I told him, just assume whenever you look at me that I'm in the middle of a of a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pretty stressful job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't say that part to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember during my three month review, uh, he told me. Review, yeah, he told me. So funny. He told me that um, in terms of like my attitude towards the job, he said I had a good attitude, and he described me as endlessly positive. And I was like. Do you know me? Have you uh, have you heard a single stand-up joke that I've ever told? Have you ever told a positive stand-up joke that didn't end with your disdain and lack like of a death? wholesome one? Like a truly wholesome one, not one that starts out wholesome. <clears throat> no, because there's nothing funny about that. It's just wholesome. Anthony Jesselfork. Anthony Jesselnalarka. Jesselnalarka. Okay, as you say. Um. All right, so... Who has a quiet... Who... Who's the... Okay. First question. How do you stay so humble? Oh, come on! <laughs> that's... I think that's the only sarcastic question. Wow. Well... I, 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 I love I that. stay very humble by being just a humble, approachable person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just... Just knowing my limits... And not overcommitting to every little thing that people ask me to to be a part of, and that's one know. of the, that's been a really good lesson being a part of this community. Overcommitting, well, no, well, yeah, but like the idea of learning to say no to things, mm-hmm. because like 
I'll speak for myself in this. Um, before I found the theater, I had a lot of, I had, of course, a lot more free time. Because mm-hmm. I didn't really have anything going on. I was just like, can I do whatever I wanted to do? But now when you commit evenings. Yeah. Like, sometimes four to five, six. I've had times where I'm doing maybe like something every day. Mm. I'm sure it's it could be something like that. It definitely could average out to that. Last year, there was a period of time where I was going to the theater every single day for a period of 21 days. And yeah, I mean, every about. single day, including like Sundays and Saturdays. I want to look at my little, little life tracker app and see how many times I'm doing. And the, the uh, I believe a streak had either, either started or ended at my birthday. Oh, really? Wow, yeah. This is a lot of orange. So That's a lot of orange. Well, orange is the... So this New is black. December 2017 is this month right here. Wow. Okay, so every orange represents some time at the theater and all that. Look at that. Wow. It's not every day straight because I would definitely... I don't, <laughs> I don't put things on my calendar. Am no, I... Am not, I? That's not a calendar. That, that just, that, this is an app that tracks my location and tells me where I am based on it. You know, sometimes when I get in my car, my phone pops up like, it's going to be 17 minutes to the theater. Because it knows where you're going. To Coalition Theater. And I'm like, I'm driving to work because it's 7.30 in the morning. <laughs> but thank you for letting me know. <laughs> It's like, you you're really telling me that I go to Coalition Theater more than I go to my job. <laughs> and I, I'd be inclined to believe you because... You well, know, if you make two trips in one day, then... Two trips in one day. Let's talk about something that's actually important. Uh, your new, like, side hustle at lunch at work. <laughs> As an Uber Eats driver. Oh, God damn it. Like, one of my coworkers, it's, 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 um, my former cube mate, but now we all have our own separate cubes, but he still sits behind me. He's like, hey. My area mate. He's like, hey, Daniel, are you, are you going to lunch soon? I'm like, yeah, I'm probably going to head out around like 1130 or something. You got lunch at 1130? I get, I can, I can take lunch whenever. As long but as but you choose to go at 11.30? Sometimes. Very wow. rarely. I was just using it as an example. I'm sorry. No, that's a lot. I'm sorry. me. I'm sorry. That I don't have lunch top for one. But then he's like, where are you going? And I'm like, uh, I haven't decided yet. <laughs> then he's like, let me know when you decide. I'm like, all so right, I'm going to I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go to Chick-fil-A. He's like, all right, hey, can you get me, can you get me this? I'll Venmo you. Now, to, to my, all of my coworkers' credit... When okay. they ask me to get them up something. top, they will they will Venmo me. Okay, so no one's no one's outstanding on their balance. But I still have to be the person who drives and carries all that food in. It's a lot. It is. Okay, so it here's, is the, here's the thing: do they oh, do they pay the exact total in the Venmo? They pay more than it. Okay, so that's that's, that's why the thing. that's why I'm okay with it. That's why it's allowed to continue. That's why I don't complain. Absolutely, about it. they don't ask how much it was. They just Venmo you just, about nine dollars. About so, nine dollars or so, yeah. For one person's like six, sometimes, six to eight sometimes they'll be like, "I'll pay for yours," and then they'll Venmo me twenty dollars. Yeah, sometimes you get the Venmo the full amount. I'll be like, "Ooh," or even better, sometimes my boss will hand me her card. Really? And just be like, get us all. We got pizza today, and I didn't pay for any of it. Ugh. Ugh. Pizza time. I've been eating the same cafeteria food for six months. You get cafeteria food? For free. I pay taxes on it, but... I didn't get... Um, when I worked at the first shop that I worked here, first job that we, had a, we had a cafeteria on the third floor, and we still had to pay for the food that we got. Interesting. It was a really good cafeteria, though. Like, 
I could maintain a diet because I could go down there and get a very specific salad with very specific ingredients. I should eat more salads. I should eat a salad. <laughs> when was the last time you had a salad? Probably, like, last week. Well, I mean, unless you're counting, like, salad ingredients. It's not necessarily... Yeah, you know, when's the last time you have ranch dressing, Daniel? Probably, like, last time I came in the house. house. But I, I drank... You eat a lot of chicken wings. I eat a lot of chicken Can wings. we say that? Is that okay? What do you mean? When's the last time you saw me eat chicken wings? In my sleep. In your sleep. <laughs> As long as it wasn't in my sleep, that's fine. I'm watching. I'm like putting chicken wings in your mouth while you're asleep. Look, I appreciate you feeding me, like while I'm asleep. There are your chicken wings. Um, stop touching the burn mark. Okay, look. The chicken wings comes from the time oh when I was on the keto diet. Yeah, and I was on the keto diet for a very long time. How long? Um, a couple months, like six months or so. And I will say the first three months that I was on the keto diet, I was also working out regularly. So it might have more to do with that than uh, the actual diet that I was on. Sure. But, you, but you know, it's high wings. fat. It's high fat, low carbs. You know, it's high in fat chicken wings. You know, what's low in carbs, chicken wings. You know, it's high in fat ranch dressing. You know, what's low in fat or carbs. low in carbs, ranch dressing. There's still carbs in ranch dressing. I'm. But if low. I, you get the low, low, low carb. As long as you're between 20 or you're either below 20 grams or in between 20 to 50 grams of carbs, you're fine. Okay. There was one summer, I think it was the summer of 2015. Uh-huh. This was before I joined a frat. Oh. This was when I was 220 pounds. Interesting. And I was working out regularly because the only thing I had to do was play video games and work out. I didn't have a social life back then. That's hard to imagine. Yeah, exactly. You're right. I lost like, I lost like 50 pounds. Nice. Over the course of six months. There you go. I went from... Get to the funny part. (laughs) What do you mean get to the funny part? I'm not telling a joke. I'm telling a life story. I know. I was teasing. I'm telling a life story. I'm telling you. I'm spilling my guts. And here you are expecting... Spilling my guts about losing my guts. Here you are... Thinking that I have a punchline. Well, here's the punchline. I have to use the bathroom. Wow. <laughs> wow, we're not even 50 minutes in. Wait, okay, fine. I'll hold it for a little no, while. No, no, no. Gotta, I'm going to hold it. No, no, no. You might as well hold it because once you open the, once you break the dam, it's going to keep coming. What is that called? Breaking the seal? I think that's what it's called. I broke the seal. Tom taught me about that. Okay, another question. It's either one. It's one of two people. I texted three people. Oh, it's one of three people. <laughs> yes, I just told you that. Um, okay, we want to hear about the some similarities and differences between Jensen and Yellowstone. Um, similarities. Uh, we had people leave. That's a, okay. That's something that I don't want to. Th- this isn't a mental throw shade, but I want to talk about the idea of. The expectation of having more and then having less. Or however you want to frame this this kind of process. Yeah. I don't I don't begrudge anybody Of course. Like on either of those teams for I wanna I wanna reiterate. No one's this is not a throw. I'm not mad podcast. I ain't mad at nobody. I'm this not is, mad at this anyone. is more expressing the idea of your perspective okay. being on the team still. I think um so we'll start with Jensen. I think and again, not 
not throwing shade at no, anybody. No, no, that, that, that's not the one. This is a, this is a safe space. We have covered our asses. I think um, the fact that we lost people in a lot of ways made Jensen stronger. Yeah, very much stronger. Mm-hmm. I've 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 gone on record as saying like by the end you I felt like you guys were having the most fun because you guys were just like literally. It's like I am like with Jensen. I'm excited anytime like I know I'm about to get on stage with that specific group of people because everybody brings their own thing to it. Yeah. But we all agree, no matter how weird it gets, like to commit to something. Yeah, and Jensen is on record as the weirdest. Of those, like, last four house teams. And probably, like, any house team. Well, you guys... just a bunch of weird dudes. It felt... It, it was like, with every other team, like, I could see the, like... In what way they were close. Like, Rodeo, to me, felt a lot more casual. Detective felt a lot more mental. In in the ways that we were close, not in the way that we performed. Right. Uh, Resident Ghost seemed a lot more kind of... Off, kind of doing their own thing. I wasn't. I didn't go to as many first and thirds because I didn't go to every riot. Right. But I went to every single other one, so I didn't see them as much. And there's a lot of people who don't. I don't say don't come around as much, but aren't as much as like every night like we are. Right. Um. So, to me, I felt like I didn't get to see them a lot, mm-hmm. other than when I saw them perform, <clears throat> which is still fairly often. But like, yeah, everyone kind of had their own energy, and I still, again, on record, great run of teams. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I listened to that part. Of the podcast. How are you going to get Super six minutes Man? in and tell me you've heard all these It wasn't parts. six minutes in. I'll tell you exactly how many minutes in it was you because I still have it phone out again. Shut up. Rose the Rose. audience doesn't see. 55 minutes and two seconds in. It's like a 2, 218? Kimberly Arnario. Kimberly Arnario. Two hours and 18 minutes or whatever. But I put the R because of the uh, her podcast. I had almost nothing podcast on Instagram. There's underscores. Almost nothing. Plug. Plug. This, this podcast is brought to you by almost nothing. Brought to you by Kimberly Nario, where she interviews everyone she has ever had a crush on, or anyone who has ever cr- had a crush on her. Be sure to check her. Out. <laughs> Be sure to check her out on iTunes or Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all the all the. You probably podcasts. find her on the web. Find her in GeoCities. I don't know. I think you can find. I think there's no excuse to not listen to her podcast. You're right. I listened to the first one. How was it? Do you like it? Did you not listen to this, the first one? Why are you asking? I listened to parts of it. Oh, wow. I listened to the first one. It was good. I listened to a lot of the second one. I, I don't... A lot of editing, uh, I mean, you know, I don't want to... I don't want to comment on another podcast on a podcast. I'm, I don't like to get that meta. Whoa. Okay. It's it's a safe space. You're we, right. we can go back to the Jensen Yellowstone thing if you want. Jensen. Love Jensen. Love Jensen a lot. Yeah. Some of my most triumphant improv moments have been in Jensen sets. I just think there was something really special about that team because it was a lot of our Waves first team. Yeah. And a lot of us, it just, everything worked so well. It's like most of it was Murder Beach and it was like... What? Not most of it, I'm kidding. I was going to say. Three-eighths of it was Murder Beach. I'm glad you mentioned Murder Beach because they deserve to be mentioned. Yeah. But, no. (laughs) Not three-eighths. Of the house teams. <laughs> were they three-eighths of your team? No. No, you're right. Were- I'm wrong. I'm sorry. No, no. I'll take it back. Wait. Murder Beach, you, Pete, Josh. Me, Pete, and Josh, yeah. Oh, yeah, three-eighths of Yen. Dream team. The, uh, the Trinity. <laughs> um, The Trinity. That's your trio name. Yeah. I love giving names to trios. And the Beach this. Boys. I don't know. Don't uh, do that. Don't do that. 
Any, uh, when, when, when Ebby's not there, you're the Beach Boys. Yeah. So, um, differences between Jensen and Yellowstone. Or, or similarities, or any other similarities. Uh, both both teams start with the letters Y E. Okay, we knew that one. Um, nice dab. I had to get one on the oh, your shoulder popped. Look, nobody can nobody can see it, but they can hear my shoulder pop. Um, I hope these mics are good enough for that. What, uh, between improv, stand-up, and sketch, which do you feel the most creative Who the fuck in? asked about sketch? Can you just let me ask the question? Okay, I don't take sketch classes, and I have never written a sketch before. I've written one, actually. I wrote one. It was three lines. Okay. And I think it might have been inspired by something that I saw in, like, Red versus Blue or so something. So you just rewrote a sketch. I rewrote a Red versus Blue episode. episode. You took a part and wrote a sketch. I... I- <laughs> You took the sketch from the show. It was three lines because I thought it was funny where it would be like, um, yeah, oh, it's, uh, it's 15 minutes. Uh, it's 15 minutes until the new year. I can't wait to see the balls drop. Oh, and then the second person's like, hey, there's only one ball at Times Square. Then the third person's like, what is Times Square? I'm not saying it's a funny sketch. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying that's the only thing that I've ever written. And thought deserved to be in the sketch in a sketch show because it's only three lines. It doesn't overstay its welcome. It doesn't even understay its welcome. It's just three lines. That's all it is. Look, no, I, I so, choose so not sketch. I You'll choose not. I sketch. choose not to do sketch I because I can't be good at everything. I mean, come on. This kind of goes back to the first question: How do you stay so humble? So wait, that third question was between sketch. Uh, stand up and improv, and I think I know who asked that question. Because I put my phone down, and you saw. No, I didn't see, but I think I have a general idea of who asked that question. Because that person would ask me that question. Okay, so I don't know who the fuck it was. You said you said you, said you have an idea. I have an idea. I'm text, not going to say who it is, so that we can because we can't. I don't. I can't read you. Just shut up. Okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> Such a dumb conversation. I think uh, I think I'm better at improv than I am at stand up or sketch. That wasn't the question. Well, that's what I'm saying. What do you feel most creative in? Most creative improv. Improv. Yeah, that makes sense. Because with improv, you can be funny by accident. Well, it's all improv. It's all being creative. Yeah, you can make you can just make shit up. It's being creative for the sake of being creative. And I'm not gonna say that, but in the space of like whatever I make, I'm gonna essentially immediately drop. Whereas when you're doing stand up or sketch, you're trying to hone material. With um with stand up, I remember a text conversation that I was a part of that you were in, where it was like, "Do you just write everything funny that, or write everything down that people laugh at?" And for me, it's like I definitely do that. Like whenever I say something that I kind of phrased like a stand up joke, oh, but I didn't mean to be a stand up yeah. joke, and someone laughed at it, I'm like. I should probably jot that down uh, and try to kind of refine it a little bit. Because I had a joke about my Uncle Danilo (laughs) that I'm not going to say on the air if mom and dad are listening. And also because you have to come to my set to to figure it out. It's still something that I'm kind of workshopping. Surprise him at the set, mom and dad. If I ever saw my parents in the audience for like a stand-up set, I would freak out. 
Yeah. I'd be like, oh, no. They didn't tell you they were going to the coalition and just showed up. Yeah. No. Or I think they've been trying to come to an improv set, Ooh. but they haven't. I, um... Shit, I went through your text. All right. Well, it's been... It's been... It's been halfway through. It's all right. All right. Go to the bathroom. Hey, call me. <clears throat> give me a call. I'll give you a call. Oh, my God. Are you going to call me right now? I'm going to call you right now. This is the most extra bullshit. Oh, Daniel. Um, it's, it's funny because I was thinking today about how I hadn't listened to any of Dan's episodes, so I didn't know what we're going to be talking about. <laughs> I can hear him calling right now. He's going to be calling me, there's going to be Taylor O'Sullivan levels of ridiculous. Um, here it is. Hey, Dan. Hey, what are you wearing right now? Uh, some, some, some mm. pants? Mm. And a sweatshirt? What brand? Goodfellow, the what Target brand? brand? That's a Denison. What do you mean Goodfellow? Denison. Well, I actually have worn Goodfellow. Actually, I've worn, I think the, uh, the, the bomber jacket that I have hanging on that ship. Yeah. I think that's Goodfellow. I think so. The I charcoal think... cover, the, the charcoal colored bomber jacket. The... Can you can you comment on the fact that when you dress yourself, you look like you're in an LL Bean catalog? Oh yeah, no, I I thought I had already said that. Probably. I was just saying how I didn't I didn't listen, so I don't know if I'm repeating shit. Also, um, you remember that one time we went to Home Sweet Home, and someone else made a joke about that that didn't know you. One of the stand-ups made that joke, and I he had never heard you make that joke, but I. I said, I want to I wanna look like I just jumped out of an L.L. Bean catalog. And I said that like a week before he said that. And then he was heckling me. He was like, hey, you look like you just jumped out of the cutest little L.L. Bean catalog. Yeah, he so, was like, getting aggressive is- with his heckles, wasn't he? He was getting really aggressive. I was like, come on, man. Yeah, like, he- just because I'm dressed nice doesn't mean you can single me out. He was, he also, I think he, I think he came at me and Pete, too. Yeah, but more me, because I was the minority in the group, and I was easy to make fun of. Yeah, and there was also, someone made, someone made another joke about that later on in the night. That was really weird, too. I don't even remember that. That made me really uncomfortable. Made me uncomfortable? No, it made me uncomfortable. I looked directly at you. What did they say? What did they say to you? They didn't say it to me. They, They just had a joke about... Like it was, it was so hacked too. It was like a Asian driving joke. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a that was a weird thing. That was a really, was a really weird thing. You know. You know. Like, why would like, you ever, why make, would you ever make jokes about Asian people? In any context, any context whatsoever. whatsoever. Oh wow! Well, I'm, oh, well, I'm, I'm getting a lot of getting feedback a lot. on here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be terrible. <laughs> what? That was some compelling podcasting. Oh, man. That was really good. They'll never be able to tell that I was in the bathroom for most of that. (laughs) Most of it? (laughs) Half of it. (laughs) Half of it. You went backwards. Did I go backwards? You went went backwards. For 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 three quarters of it, I was there. Is there a process you go through to develop a character? To develop a character. Um, a lot of characters are known for your dumbass characters. Hey, fuck you! 
But you're right, they are dumbass. Thank you. There is a process that I go through. Um, not a specific process, but like, um, one of the best pieces of advice that I received from my acting teacher in college was, mm-hmm. don't, and it's going to be really, it's going to be a really general piece of advice that I'm about to say, but it's like, don't play somebody, be somebody. Mm-hmm. And it's like, approach approach situations as a character um, at the way that they would react. Yeah. Not like... And, and you can put, like, a filter through yourself and stuff. You know, you can... You can, like, be the character that you're playing, but also be yourself as in the way that you would react. It's kind of like how I play every single character that I do in improv. It's like... It's basically me with, like, a different hat on. And I think that's a big... I do believe that's a big aspect of the way that I play that is sort of something that I want to change. Um, because I want to play somebody who people look at and they're like, Oh, that's not Daniel. <laughs> Wait, how long ago was that? Wait, hang on, let me make sure we're actually... Because it's not... Okay. Are we... We good? Yep, alive. We're talking. Alright, I'm glad we cut that last part out. I got very offensive. I talked shit about every single person at the theater. Oh, fuck, you're using the, the technical glitch as a real, as a, as a bit. Whoa, what are you talking about? This has only about? happened a couple times where it stopped recording. I just asked you to cut that part out because it was, like, really offensive and, like... I know if people had listened to it, like... You called them Mr. Newman. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Kids! I had never seen or spoken to those two in my life, okay? Oh my god. I had never said anything to them. wait, what did we cover between that part where it got cut out? I don't remember. I don't remember. I think we talked about the idea of it being a big part of your life. That's probably fine that most of that got cut out. We can kind of run run over it again in the highlights. Just keep it on. How long have I been... How long has been recorded? I think we we got we got most of okay. everything. It's just it cut out around the time we were talking about characters, like okay. I, which was, uh, oh, we missed the go tos. Damn. Do you want to ask me again? Uh, did you have a good answer? I don't remember. I don't remember either. <laughs> it was five minutes ago. Well, that's what happens when, when we do these podcasts. Look, cut <laughs> cut to Daniel and Jonathan a little bit drunker. <laughs> yeah, like immediately like 20 minutes more drunk. We're just sh- fucking shouting Dan's reading other. the email he sent to Newman and Gantz when he missed his 201 signups. He was talking... I'm going to read it. I'm going to read, read it. it. He was talking beginning. about how for 101 he signed up the day of and how I, I was like remarking on how absolutely insane that was that he found the day of the class starting because that's so hard to find. Um, he was reading the email he sent because he missed the sign up. All right. Improv 201 is the subject of this email. It was sent on June 30th, 2016 at 1.43 p.m. So while I was at work, sitting at my desk, typing this. You've lived in Richmond at this point. Uh, March, March, mo- April, for, major. For four months. Yeah. No, because you had been there for two weeks, and then the class is eight weeks, and then it's another, like, three weeks. So you had been there for about three, three, four months, yeah. Yeah, I really fucked that up. So, <clears throat> hello, Mr. Gantz and Mr. Newman. Oh, God, no. We're friends now. It's My so name weird. is Daniel Falarka, and I was one of Townsend's students in the most recent That's 101 right. session. And we were talking about how Townsend got a shout-out. On the Johnson's Live episode, 
I was hoping to continue. You said, you said friend of the show, Matt Newman. Yeah. He said, is Patrick Gantz friend of the show? And I he, said, was, he was on yeah. a live episode. He was on a live episode, yeah. Friend of the show. And then he didn't say friend of the show, Townsend. And I said, not friend of the show. But also potential future friend. Like, if you down, can, of if you can, if you can, like. Then you made that joke. Yeah. I made the joke about her being super busy and, super, like, super, super famous and shit. Yeah, doing her fucking, right. doing her thing. Fuck the Johnsons. I don't even want to read those. I was hoping to continue. Read it like four times and I keep interrupting. <laughs> <Almost> so <laughs> I was hoping to continue my improv studies. <laughs> into the next 201 session. But sadly, I was too late to sign up before it sold out. While I am not particularly surprised that it sold out. Parentheses. I can't speak for the other 101 class, of course, but I know my group was especially enthusiastic about taking 201. End parentheses. I'm surprised and disappointed to see that it sold out on the exact same day I had planned on signing up. I was actually thinking it would be a repeat of the 101 class, for which I applied hours before it started. So if anything, I have at least learned a lesson in procrastination. Exclamation point. This is the best. I was wondering if there was any way for me to join 201? Question mark. I'm absolutely still willing to pay the amount of money for you the class. It's the classes. It's on the website. Oh, shit. You're right. It's I'm absolutely bucks. still willing to pay the $185 for the class, and I would prefer to take it with my friends from 101. However, I do understand that too many people in one class may be detrimental for learning. All the same, I truly hope it's possible. Thank you for taking the time to read this. Daniel Falarka. So nice. Such a, such a good email. L- let's say that. It's a good email, but Response also... Response from Patrick Gantz. <gasps> Wait, 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 What? 143, June, you said June 20th? Mm-hmm. P.M. What time, date and time did Patrick Gantz respond at? Let me, uh, let me Google, let me scroll down. Let me Google what time he sent this email. Because I can't see it. Okay. I, I don't see it. Come on. Come on. Oh, that's because you're using Yahoo. Oh, shit. Okay. July 1st. 2016. It took him 11 days, 12 days. No, it took one day. You From said June 12th, 20th? July 1st and June 30th. Oh, I thought you said. Oh, yeah, Morning, Mr. Falarka to Daniel CC Matt. We definitely appreciate your situation and admire your decision to stick with the classes and your peers. But we can't make this exception for you. <gasps> The 201 class focuses primarily on two-person scenes, so Zane's already going to have his hands full with a sold-out class. Plus, you aren't alone on the waiting list for this class, so it wouldn't be fair to others to bring you in and leave them out. I'm sorry, but I do hope you understand our position. You'll make new friends in the next session, I promise, and I'd encourage you to stay active with your 101 cohort through jams and the lab. I didn't do that. I waited until the next session and all my 101 classmates waited for me and we retook 101 uh, we took 201 together. What? I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about at the end there. When I first read it, I was like, "What are jams?" <laughs> What the fuck is that? What, is what are you What are you talking about? There? Jams, jams. 
And the lab, what is the lab? Did I respond? No, I didn't respond. But anyway. You just you just let them on red. I remember the first That's time like that it. I interacted in person with friend of the show, Patrick Gantz. Oh, okay. I want to hear this. It was at Cezanne. Oh. He was in line to grab a drink. I think he was getting like a shot or something. I think uh, I think I might have hit my watch against the microphone stand there. Yeah, I'm really nervous about... Dude! Hey, oh, wait. Oh, on that. Okay. They can hear me. I can see. Uh, I can see the wavelengths there. You're on the top one for some reason. I'm gonna try to make a, a dick with my wavelength. Whoa! Close. There's no head on that dick. Whoa! There it is. <laughs> <laughs> wait! Wait! This is amazing. This is, okay, I made on. a wavelength dick today. Okay, okay, hang on. Okay, I'm going to record this on my regular. <clears throat> okay. Should I do the same thing? Uh, absolutely you should do the same thing. Wow! <laughs> Sorry. Wow! Wow! Do it that long, but do it with a better tip. This is this is the best podcast. Whoa. Whoa. Daniel. Look at the size of that thing. It's gone now. It's gone. But you took a video. <laughs> give me give me give me one more. <clears throat> oh without rest in peace, headphone users. Whoa. What is that, a lamp? That first one was the best one. Oh, you got a you got a picture of it. I got something in there. You got a video of it, <laughs> and you got me making <laughs> weird whale noises for like six times. You did Jeez. it six times. Look, hey, whatever makes the audience laugh, I'm sure the audience is gonna laugh. I hope so. So back to the the point at hand. Oh, what was it? I got uh, rejected from 201 the first time. And you took it, and then they took it again. Yeah, and then I took the, the thing that is going without mention is your friends paid money to do the same thing again. Yes, and it wasn't. I don't think it was. Just, it, it definitely wasn't just for me, but it was definitely like because yeah, I know we probably start with you because Pajor, uh, David Pajor, friend of the show, he was teaching that two one class, and they were like, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, I'd like to be taught by him. He's one of the founders of the theater." I had so. to take a class with him. Really? I probably won't. Have you theater. TA'd a class with him? I have not. Okay. So I'm saying I've had him. I've had him. Twice. He did my preview. Ooh, I didn't take a preview. This is a burp dab, right there. A bab, a bab, a d- derp. <laughs> you spill? No. Okay. Next question. <clears throat> to the audience at home, I did not spill. Um. Look at all these people asking me serious questions. Nope. This is all one person. Oh. Thanks, one person. One person said they didn't have any questions. Wow. <laughs> who guess? was it? Tell me who it was. Can you guess? No, I can't. I'm not going to tell you that. Mouth it. Text it to me. Uh, okay. Um, oh, was there ever a point that the negative effects of comedy outweighed the positive ones? Let's talk about the negative effects of comedy. I was I was hoping. I don't know what they are. I feel like I'd need somebody to tell me before I'm okay, able so, to identify them. So one thing I'm, I'm I love the idea of is is 
being exper- I love the idea of having experience in any kind of field or uh, hobby. And so there's the there's the thought. One thing that we have as improvisers is we're not afraid of the stage. Mm-hmm. Like at no point am I ever like I was. So the, I, I, I told you I've watched two of my improv sets in my life. One of them was that 301 that I watched that one time, and one of them was Detective Johnson set, and I watched that. Detective Johnson. I watched that today. Ooh. They recorded that? <clears throat> yeah. Games recorded the whole thing. I posted a bunch on Improv Does Best about nice. it. Nice. Yeah, it was really cool. Was, we had some really just fun games. and I'm looking at the wavelengths now. Like, Ooh, where are your wavelengths wow. there, buddy? Whoop. Where are they at? Mine yours are, are smaller. You're a little baby wavelengths. I don't know exactly how to look at that. Are we going to be okay? We'll be okay. All right. I'll figure it out in post. Okay. Um, we'll fix it in post. But, like, so, as much as I'm not afraid of stage, there has to come a point where, like, either the numbness is going to be too much and stop me from enjoying something, or it's going to stop and I'm going to have trouble being on stage. Or, like, it's going to, I mean, something is going to affect me. That's my thought. So, I'm thinking... People are talking about that burnout, you know, where it's like, oh, I'm getting, I'm getting tired of doing all this improv, all this comedy all the time. Um, I feel like I've reached the point where I should burn out, but I've kept going past that. Interesting. It's been like, I should probably stop. I'm tired, but I want to keep doing it. I want to keep doing comedy. I you know, I want to keep making people laugh. And I have fun doing this, and I think it's a good time. You're doing the Lord's work. Son. You're doing the Lord's work. I just like how you said that. I gotta keep making Look, people it, laugh. It's hard to, you know, of all the things that I've ever done, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm best at making people laugh. Sure. And that's not me trying to tug my No, own. no, 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 no. I think yeah. that's an honest assessment of, like, Something that you think... And I, I will say I've never understood why, whenever I have made people laugh, I've never understood why that was funny. But I also think it's important that I don't understand. Interesting. Like, I should probably keep... I should probably stay the course. Keep doing what I'm currently doing um, without kind of trying to analyze exactly what it is. Like, what the formula is about what I do to make people laugh because I feel like the, the instant I find out exactly what that is, then I'm going to lose it because I'm going to know what it is. Do you ever, do you ever, okay. Hang on. Cause I have, this is transitioning really well into the, the last question we have for you. But I want to stay on that topic. Do you have any more thoughts about that? About what? What you just said. Um, Because there's this, that last question is kind of more future focused, where it's just like, you know, we're, we're doing this thing now because it's fun, sure. I'm, yeah, I'm doing, all of this I'm doing because I have fun, I have fun with the people that I do it with, I like the community, uh, you know. But are just, there any, like, future goals? Is there, any, is there any part of you that wants to try to, like, make a run at doing this as a thing that you can do? Because it, because... 
take take anyone we know out of the, out of the equation. This is something that's possible, right? So if you get good enough, if you do this or that, or you find whatever whatever the formula is, I'm not here to I'm not, I'm not here to talk about that because I don't give a shit about that, right? Because none of us are there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but the idea of like positioning yourself to go for it. I think one of these days I definitely want to direct a show. Just direct a show? Because I feel like you can direct a show. I think I could too. I think it goes hand in hand with what I, with what I was saying before mm-hmm. um, about the diversity gym that was hosted by AP Lit where it was like, I'm really bad at explaining improv. Oh yeah, we just told that story and left it there. I want to get better at that. Explaining improv? Explaining like... In layman's terms, like certain aspects of improv, where it's like... Do you want to just play out an example real quick? Um, okay, so explain the editing in simple terms. Uh, editing is you can either be on the sides, not in the scene, or... Wow, this is terrible. So fuck you, but you're right. I'm like, playing, but I'm also kind of like, I get what you're saying. You could be in... Editing is the act of ending a scene. Ending a scene and potentially beginning a new one. Well, you don't even need to say that. That's, that's complicating it, I feel like. Ending a scene. I'm no expert, but I've edited a scene or two. I've, done, I've edited a scene. Have you gotten on stage right after you edited? I actually watched myself do that today. I was watching. Okay, okay, so you like, were watching yourself doing an improv set. I hear you. Off, Real funny, it. jerking yourself off while move, you were watching Patrick yourself. Patrick mentioned it on his website. It was a good move. He Ugh. said, "Wonderfully, Jonathan tagged Anthony back out." Oh, had a good tag move. Wow. Um, <clears throat> so the idea of making it kind of like a future thing, where it's like, do you have goals that focus around comedy, or may or may not build off of these skills you are currently? Attempting to hone. Do I have any goals? Not necessarily. Like, I don't. Maybe dreams is the word, or like. I guess the thought is like we're all doing this now and it's fun, but like there has to come a point when we weigh this as like, well, what is the point? There has to come a point where every everyone who does a thing <laughs> says, "Why am I doing this?" Everyone, thing? yeah. So like, are you? Have you done that? Is that a thing that you think about? Have I reached that point yet? It's been three years. Hmm. At some point, I feel like you have to come together and assess the situation. Got to think of like the end game for you what you're doing. You don't have to like set up a plan, but you have to say like you have to visit it. You have to visit the the spot of the planning where you would plan if you were to plan. So that's that's kind of weird for me because it's like, what is your what is your end goal with what you're doing? For me, me I I don't think I have an end goal. I think if I could keep doing what I'm doing forever, like the whole process of being in shows, like hanging out with my friends. Specifically being told, if I told you that for the rest of your life, you could hang out with people that you love and do a thing that you love, would you do it? You'd say, fuck yeah, yeah, that sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to happen for the rest oh, no. of my life. It's weird thinking about life post-theater, but it's also like, well, I guess that's just life. Because because it is such a big part of the life. Yeah. And it's all the life I know now. You know, that's weird. I haven't think, thought about like the end game for what I'm going to do. I The way I thought about it is this. I don't even know if I'm going to be in Richmond for the rest of my life. 
That's that's exactly where I'm going with what I was about to say. I just this is the way I've approached it. With all the things I'm working on and as co- as comfortable as I feel, I said like, okay, I'm gonna stay here for three years. I'll be, I'll be 30 in three years, and I feel like that's enough time to kind of establish some shit and see like, okay, where am I at? What am, what am I? That's a good time to revisit everything and say like, okay, now what? Where am I at now? I feel like I haven't reached that point where I need to revisit. You know, I'm still. Smack dab in the middle of, you know. I I, want to go on record as saying I don't think it will be because I'm 30, but it will be because as of now in this point in my life, I think three years is enough time for me to really, if if I wanted to get lost in the moment, kind of like just be myself for those that time, that's a good amount of time to take away and then come back and like, I need to reevaluate. And it just so happens to fall on a round number, which I love. I have a picture of the producer's... Eleven one eleven thousand one hundred eleventh. Are you twenty seven right now? Right now, yeah. I'm twenty six. Um, as you mentioned, I assume I recorded that. I'm twenty six years old. I started at the theater when I was twenty three. Isn't that crazy to think? I was a little baby. I'm still a little baby in a lot of people's eyes. Baby Daniel. Baby Daniel. Baby Baby Dan. Um, oh, damn baby, damn. I think, um... Damn baby, damn. It's funny, because uh, I was going back and listening to all the past podcasts that you and I did. Really? So the one back in, you know, back... Uh, that like, was the Way last, back at your older apartment. That was in the, the last episode I recorded in that apartment. In that apartment, okay. So that one... Because that was 33? No, was that... What number was that? Zarling was 33, KD was 34. You were like 36 or 37. You were 37 because I think Taylor O'Sullivan was 36. It was one of those. It was weird. You and I didn't know each other very well. That's the funny thing. Also, because that's that's the case with Anthony's too. We did that after detective practice and we didn't know each other very well. Then the second one, you and I knew each other very well. Yeah, because we did that one here, right? And we were both in very different places. That was actually, that was in October. Yeah, we were both in very different places. That's... It's so funny because I was gonna wait till we were off mic to bring up that <laughs> night to talk about that specific I'm thing. Not, I'm not even talking about that night. I'm just talking about in general, like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't mean that night either. I just mean like that time. That time. It's so funny because it's like I'll go back and listen. I'll, I'll listen. I listened yeah, to the yeah. first one that I was in. I was like, oh wow, he was a little more naive. He like, was a little more. He naive. was. He was. Uh, he was like a, a, a little. You know, he's a. A little more kind-hearted there. Oh, interesting. Like, kind-hearted, me. like a bright-eyed ingenue type person. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Okay. <clears throat> because Matthew and then, two was after you, and that was the first time. I and then I was sixty place. after that, right? Sixty-one ish. No, you were. Were you sixty? I think I might have been sixty. I don't know. Go you back. can. You have the power to check. Yeah, I have to go back and check. You're able to tell. Because let's see, Anthony was fifty. Anthony was fifty. I was fifty-one, fifty-two, fifty-three, fifty-four. Wait. 54. 62? 62. That sounds about right. <laughs> 60. It's just like listening back to those podcasts and knowing. You were like, 60. Yeah, I was 60. Okay, cool. So I was right then. So it's been evenly spaced in, in between my appearances mostly. Well, you were 60. But you were 60. Oh, no. This can't come out. This is 72. This can't happen. This is 72, this baby. This back two weeks. 72, baby. This breaks all the rules. Yeah, I just broke the rules.
Nichols also. Oh, Anthony's going to get his wish? I'm one of the only people who's at three podcasts. Anthony was, so him and I have been trying to do his third one for a while. I know, you had you had him lined up before the season started. I did. You remember, you remember that? Yeah, I remember that story. I had him and Mara lined up, but Mara had to do her play. Yeah, I, I tried to I tried to tease it, and only two of those came true. Is Mara's play still going on? No, but I saw Damn. it, and it was so good. I loved it. Are you going to the bathroom again? I'm going to call you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Daniel. We start. It's. All right, go ahead. Hey, what are you, hey, what are you wearing right now? I am still wearing the pants. Uh, I took the sweatshirt off, it was too hot. I saw. Yeah, it's, did, did you like that? Why are you breathing heavy? Mouth breather. Hey, yeah. Hang on. Hang on what? I wanted to check the recording. I can hear myself behave to the microphone here. I think so. I don't know. It's on my microphone. The waveform isn't as big. This isn't as compelling. Okay. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me a story um, about a bad, a funny thing you did on stage once. I guess. A funny thing I did on stage once. That seems easy enough, right? Um, I can't think of anything funny that I did on stage. Me neither. I'm not a. I know this is a, a podcast about interviewing people like in their processes behind like being funny. I'm not a funny person. That's what I I always tell people. Um, when if I if if they're newer to my life or they're not in the comedy kind of scene, and it comes up that I'm a comedy person. I don't, I don't like to say because it, it sounds weird, specifically to comedy people because they're like, don't don't fucking say that. That's stupid. Like you're, you're so funny. Don't worry. But the thing like, is, is like I'm not because you're my friend. I'm not a funny person. I just know, like, the, I know what's funny, but I don't know how to be funny. Well, I feel like to a degree we kind of study the science of it and we practice. So like, there comes a thing where, in for example, a workplace where you are. Uh, the funniest person there because you literally put in a lot of your free time to trying to be that good. Like, oh yeah, I'm the I'm the funniest person in my on my on my team on my job. Oh yeah, I have. <laughs> please, I am by far. I have the most minutes of stand up out of anyone in my market. It's like one time my uh, one of my coworkers said like a snarky thing. And then my my manager said, "Hey, leave the quips to Daniel." Ha! And I was like, "Oh fuck! You know that I do comedy." <laughs> okay, yeah, I want to talk about that because I talked about it a little bit with Peter, and uh, I love calling him Peter. Peter. Well, I like to call people Dude. Like full names. Dude. Dude, are you good to keep going? Dude, are you good? Dude, dude. Uh- it's the principal. It's the principal. No, dude, it's it's the principal, dude. Dude, no. I want to hear about your your thoughts about when you... Because I love this idea, and it just kind of happened over that phone call, which is the most... I think we might have dropped the other one. No, no, we got the other one. No, we got it. We got it. <laughs> we got both calls. Um, the idea of... How do, you, how do you explain comedy or what you do to somebody who doesn't do it? It's it's well, easier. Let's start with: Do you tell people? Do you outwardly tell people you work with that you do comedy? 
Um, so when I uh, when I got the new job that I'm working at right now, I was asked to write like a short blurb about myself, mm-hmm. and I did say that I perform comedy at Coalition Theater. You know, I didn't say exactly what I do. I all I said was I perform comedy. Everybody had assumed it was stand up. But it's improv. And at that point, you weren't doing stand. Oh, you were doing stand up. At that Is point, that I was so in class. That's right. I was in class. That's right. And now that I do stand up, it's a lot easier to explain because I can say um, I, I can up. tell them what I, I'm doing, and then they'll be like, "Oh, you mean like stand up?" I'm like, "Exactly like stand up." And then some of it's going on stage with other people and like making shit up as we go along, pretending. Yeah, playing pretend as adults. I found it. I don't like to do it because I feel like that kind of sets an expectation. And I'm really not about that as like a thing. Cause I, I have to work there. Like uh, it's, the yeah. to be. it's like, like, Hey, say something funny. It's like, I can't yeah. just say something that's hilarious, but also like, okay. So there's one coworker that I, I, I have no problem telling them those things. Cause we're like, we're buds. So like, do you mean Joe Freeman? Like, Friend of the show, Joe Freeman. I, I want to include Joe in that because, of course, but isn't he your coworker? Yeah, but specifically, I was talking about a non-comedy coworker. Mm. But like, I want I I, I I can tell him about my shows because like he kind of understands. Mm-hmm. He's not like weirded out or has any thoughts. But like, it feels weird to me like when when because I have a coworker who will ask me occasionally like, "What are you getting into this weekend?" And it feels weird to be like, "Well, I have two shows." And I'm probably going to go out after, and then I have a practice on Sunday. My coworker asked me when, asks me, when's your next open mic? And I'm like, I, I mean... Oh, I want to jump to another topic. Like, I decide on, you know, like... Thoughts on this revelation I had. Did you, did you listen to Busey's episode? Patrick Busey. Yeah. I listen to, like, a couple. I, I don't listen to all the episodes all the way through I, sometimes. And like, as you know, I don't care. It's totally fine. Like, I just I listen out, for I mentions. Out, I listen for mentions of myself, and that's it. As, which is the, if anyone's looking down on you for that, it's bullshit. Because anytime there's, like, a photo, like, anyone posts photos or something, you're looking for yourself. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Where am I If at? you were at an event. I wore someone red. someone posts photos from I there, wore red. I wore red. I had a hat on. I looked good. But no, so the idea of... Oh, fuck, what was the new thing you got into right then? There was another thing, I think. Oh, open mics. No, I don't want to get into that. Did you just text me? Like, Mention producer's pass in your story. Did you just repost the story? You bet. Nice, good call. Good call. You betcha. I got the candle on there, too. Okay, can we talk about this weird thing? Say it. Okay, so look in the picture. You see the pop, pop uh, Funkos or whatever? One of them fell down. Did you do that? Who me? There's two up in the picture, and there's one. The one fell down. I didn't knock anything down. Dude. Look up. There's one up. <laughs> I didn't knock anything down. Okay. You placed that so gingerly. The audience is never gonna know, because they know. They know what you just did. Did you hear that pop, though? You guys do have heard that pop. <laughs> oh, gosh. So when I, I was, of course, sitting right here when I was given that. And I tried sticking it right here. Because the computer used to be here. There was no, like, shelf here. Mm. Mm. The times. 
this thing. This is the weirdest thing that I own. Is this dildo? Really? Can we, t- can we talk about this? Let's talk about it. I have a lot of things I want to talk about, but All this right. is one of them. What, is, what the fuck is the deal with the dildo? Have you used it? Never I'm not going to judge you. Never once have I used it. Do you plan on using it? I do not plan on using it. Okay. And uh, I've had women in here. I've sh- like, I've had like people who were women who were at my, at my house. Okay, brag about it. <laughs> <laughs> who came in the studio, saw this, and, and like had questions. And I usually try to ask in the most polite way possible, if it's appropriate. Like, would you ever indulge with something like this? And the answer is always no. This is ridiculous. This is too much. I think you like reach somebody's mouth. Like <laughs> it was like that. It was like that uh, thing that I was doing Stop. at the sketch show. Where it was like <laughs> I think there's there's something in my life that we still do that and that still gets laughs. I think it's with Anthony. Anthony. Um. Man, we have just opened so many different cans and like tasted. We them. haven't closed anything. I don't know what. We've we have distracted ourselves from distractions. Oh, but we've stayed the course with this uh, mystery drink here. I've got some in my nose. We're at about two hours. Are we? Did you believe that? Well, I know Kimberly's episode was more than two hours. Yeah, I don't know how long you wanted to. Go. Also, also, we, well, we lost. Did, we, we lost some. We lost some. So this might be just an hour and a half. Damn. We- <laughs> lost tapes. <laughs> What happened when we were recording? I think we got to most of. We just we just got to a lot of things. Is there anything you wanted to get to? Anything let you me, want to talk about? Let me consult my notes. You wrote down two things and you went over them both. Are uh, we talking about telling people you work with about different shows? I don't like to, but also like I have in the past, and I invited people to shows and then didn't come. And whenever there's a good show coming up, for example, what was I thinking? Is a show that I'm always like. Yeah, you should come to the show. It's a great show when I'm in it. Not, it's a great show when I'm in it, but when I'm in it, you should come to it because you know me. A sentence is just a word sandwich. I was going to ask you about this. <laughs> Shouldn't fatty foods lubricate my arteries? It's like WD-40 for the lungs. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got, man. That's all I wrote down. Let's talk about the sandwich bit. It's not a it's not a original bit that I made. Like a lot of people are talking or are, are arguing about like is this a sandwich? Is, is blank, blank a sandwich? sandwich? You were like is a lobster a sandwich? I hate you up with that. And I said, a lobster is a sandwich that you have to peel the crust off before you can eat. <laughs> Words mean nothing. <laughs> the other thing I brought you that I really loved was a Smucker's Uncrustable is just a ravioli. And you said to me, a ravioli is a sandwich. It is. Think about it. Okay, <laughs> think about it. true. Describe well, describe in the plainest of terms what is a sandwich. Okay. 
A sandwich is a thing in between two things. <laughs> Do the two things have to match? Fuck no, they don't. Hell yeah. And then if there's only one thing, or it's like... Somehow spread out. It's an open face. Yeah. Whatever. A pizza. A pizza is a sandwich. It is a. A pizza is an open face toasted sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't gotten to the best part, which is soup. Oh. (laughs) Is cereal a soup? Soup time. Cereal is a soup. Okay. Well, no. Is cereal a soup? Um, well, see, okay, so this is the part where, I think this is like halfway through your bit about it. The bit you do. <clears throat> and then people are thinking, I know what you're trying to get me to say. You're trying to get me to say yes. And then you say... I say, cereal is a sandwich. <laughs> Hello, who's there? Oh, it's comedy. Hello? Funny people? Yes, Daniel's joining you. Yes, I'll hold. What kind of call is that? Why are you called them and now you're holding? Yeah, I'm holding. Hello? Can I join, please? Okay, so talk more... Talk, please get as deep as you... If we close one thread, please close the soup sandwich thread. All right. Also, that is the ravioli is a ravioli is a soup sandwich. A, s- a ravioli, a piece of ravioli is a sandwich, but it is inside of a liquid. Oh fuck! The I want sauce. ravioli now, dude. I I had a sandwich before you came over. God damn it! I'm hungry right now. I had a sandwich. So we're good. gonna go to the theater, and I'm gonna get one of those big things of popcorn and I'm just gonna go to town on it. Oh man. The first uh the eight o'clock show's not done yet. Yeah, but also like we gotta get to the Call time's at nine thirty. What are they gonna do? Kick me off the team. Whoa no I'm gonna hey 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 if you guys are listening, I was just joking. I'll be there. I care about the team very much. I'm just like you know you know how I be Right, Some people well, don't think it'd be like it is, but it do. What it do? Um, without forcing a wrap-up, because we do have to go soon, uh, what didn't we get to that we should could have gotten to? Let me just list off, like... I'll just list off the things that any listeners should show up to at the theater. Are you doing plugs right now? I'm going to do plugs, and it's going to take that long, because I meant a lot of stuff. <laughs> So, this episode comes out Wednesday. It it might not. I might push it back. Oh, no! Plug well, as if it is coming out in a week. Okay. So, if this episode comes 60? out. Let me make sure that the date that I'm about to say is correct. So, 6th. I'm assuming that this is coming out March 6th. So... Hey there, producers. Welcome back to the producers. Uh, you are listening to an episode on March 6th, 2019. Or March 20th. Or March 20th. So if you have a time machine, then you should come to the not-all-white POC improv jam that occurred a week ago. <laughs> oh my god, you're setting the time machine on March 6th. Or... If you'd like to come to the after party at 10 p.m. Oh, <laughs> you're setting 
the time machine for a day and hour. On March 1st, then you should come to that show. Or, <laughs> if you're listening to this and it's actually March 6th, then you should come to the Coalition Theater at 7.30 on March 8th. Because that's when Coalition Radio Hour actually begins. Or... This is not addressing to time uh, time travelers anymore. Cause March twentieth. This is coming out on March twentieth. If this is coming out on March twentieth, then you should time travel to March 9th when Yellowstone performs at at Riot, and you should also come to every show in March, every Friday at eight o'clock show in March, because that's when Coalition Radio Hour is occurring. I'll plug Radio Hour if I don't want to stress. Plug the fuck out of Radio it's Hour. It's a good show. It's a good show. I love yeah, that But show. the only people who listen to this show are people who already know about it. So. Hey, uh, if you're a person who already knows about it, then I expect to see you there. No one's going to commit. No one's going to commit to that. No. It's fine. It's fine. Hey, I'm really sorry for raising my voice no, at you. Okay. Like, I care about you, and no, I think you're a really no, awesome person in general. And I don't want you, like, I don't want you to feel like I, I, I'm I, really sorry for raising my voice call, at you. You're, I want to make sure that you know that I can call myself out on my... You're really, you're a really cool person, and, and like, you're I'm sorry. So like, I can't, I think, so I think, like, sorry. you deserve the world, and like, I feel like I, I kind of went out of my way to kind of hurt you, and I would never want to hurt you, like, in general. I... Like I'm not. I love you, I'm but not I'm not like in love with you. Like kind of I think you're a nice person. It's it's a big like, responsibility. I I feel I like I mess things deliver. up between you and me. And I think that I think and it's up to you. Like I feel like I I I feel like you need to give me a chance to redeem myself. But if you don't want to do that, then that's fine. Like you know, it's totally fine if you don't want me to redeem myself or anything. But I feel like what you saw me me do did not represent me and like, like that's not who i am and i and i and when i say i love you i mean as a person i don't mean like i want to be with you but i love you as a person the last thing i want to say is and I'm like sorry. i'm i apologize i i'm really sorry and um please take me back All right. Well, I'm not even done with this. I know. We have to, well, we have to keep going, then. We have, can't finish till it's over, right? Hey, are you good to keep going? Mm-hmm. In the immortal words of Peter Elizabeth Cloutier. Dude! 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 Are you good to keep going? What? What? <laughs> uh, I plugged all of my shows, past and future. If you're a time traveler, please come to those shows. Here's what I want to know. All right, here, tell here, me. Here's the next thing. You've done the show three times. Yes. You've seen it in completely different stages. <laughs> I've been in completely different mindsets each time. I would say so. Yeah. Any thoughts? About first that? time was uh, first time I was naive. Second time. Oh, was, honey, you're still naive. Second time I was naive. Third time I was naive. I accidentally stepped all over your joke, or I made the joke. You stepped all over my joke. You're really good at identifying the joke. I found it. I found it real quick. Fucking it up. I found it before anyone can say it. But that—that was what I was playing on. 
I'm just I look. All I'm, all I'm, all I'm saying is you've done the show three times. Yes. I want to know what your thoughts are about it. And I enjoyed to several episodes. I enjoy doing the show, and I think. Um, what do I need to work on? I mean, this is season four. You need to you need to stop stealing people's jokes as they're telling them. I do that a lot. You do that a lot. Well, you need to, and I was going to say this as myself, you need to finish your drink before the episode ends. Let's, uh, let's chug like pledges. Oh, God. Oh, Oh, he's listening to two grown men. Oh, high gravity logger themselves. It's called high gravity logger. What? Ooh. Daniel, I love having you on the show. I love being friends. on the show. Uh, say something real quick. <clears throat> I said you hit the last few minutes to Dad's Cologne. Let's talk about that. All right. So, Dad's Cologne came out of nowhere. <laughs> Dad's Cologne started as our. So, okay, so if we're going to go back. That's cool and started with you and Pete. Yes. You and Pete had the OG New Wave bromance. I'm not here to take that away from you. But then Anthony and I... Came in. Came in out of nowhere. And we had our own thing. And then instead of, instead of looking at each other and competing, we said to each other, if you can't beat them, join them. Well, you... Uh, I remember there's that one Instagram post... Where you had referred to me and Pete. Uh, as <laughs> oh, fuck. Wait, wait, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. I'll read it exactly. I remember this because this this was like around the time that we had, I think we had already done a set at, at, at this point. This was uh, December 31st. <clears throat> uh, it was my top nine post. It was good year for stand-up and my, uh, my cat, uh, Floyd, uh, also representing 301 Fun Times 2, Season 6, Episode 12, which was my Halloween costume. This is me referencing the post of all the nine, the, my nine top, uh, like, getting posts. Uh, and the second hottest bromance in the theater. What a great year. And it was you and Pete. It was a video uh, of your last Jensen set or the one before the last? It was the second last one where Pete one. and I kissed. Pete and you kissed, yeah. Anthony and I have yet to kiss on stage. So is the bromance real? Get to it. Get to it, boy. I, well, the thing is... Look, Murder Beach is performing tonight. I can't confirm or deny that Pete and I might... Or might not yeah, get I'm, an I'm an all-star. Fourth, fourth Wait, player. are you really? Yeah. Are you in any of those teams? No. I'm, I, run, I run tech for the after party. No. Emily is running tech tonight. She asked me to do it. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, you said second hottest... X fucking excuse me. And <laughs> literally eight seconds after, Pete said, "Ha ha, second hottest romance." I beg to differ. We top we two. We top two, but, but we're, we're not, not two. We're not two. <laughs> I, I was Pete. like, "Look, look, low man, Pete, very attractive and legit." And he got mad at me too. And no one had anything nice to say on that post. Look, I mean, you compare me and Pete to you and Anthony. Okay. In terms of like attractiveness level, I would say you. I would say we Pete does you. Pete does most of the heavy lifting on my side, and then you got Anthony. Self-deprecating, and, you are a true comedian. Peace look, out. I was told that I'm attractive by an attractive person, so <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Your mom doesn't count. No, I'm not going uh. <laughs> to uh, look. Anyway, you were comparing us physically. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on your tastes, dude. Depends, of course. No, but depends like, on your taste. Okay, I'll say this. 
however you want to quantify it, I feel like we're all good-looking dudes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, like, I only realize that I'm good-looking when I'm being myself. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. And, like... Well, that's when you're the sexiest. I'm really, fu- I'm really fucking bad at telling when, like, someone's attracting to me. You're also really bad at explaining improv. Yeah, I'm bad at doing that. I'm bad at everything other than improv. That's the only I'm thing. bad at stand-up, too. I feel like terrible. I'm... I don't think I'm good at stand-up. Stand-up is such a weird thing. But the it's idea hard. of, like, being good, I feel like, doesn't really apply to us because we're only doing open mics where there's other comedians who are just working on But we're getting signed on for showcases. Dad's we're getting cologne. I want Dad's cologne. Focus. We're closing with Dad's <clears throat> cologne, right, right. Fred. Closing with Dad's cologne. Dad's um, cologne. So, as of right now. So the idea was, um, originally it was just... just People. Currently 927 followers. You, you said it, not me. Currently. We're starting at the beginning, Daniel. We started hanging out a bunch. We hung out a lot, as we do. Yeah. Um, and we decided to do a set together. Because we had the... Okay, so actually, it started from camp. We rode to camp together, and yes. we had a group chat. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time we had a, a four-person group chat with us. Right, right. And that turned into the Dad's Cologne chat. That turned into... I don't because know... Because somebody posted the, the picture of all the tweets about... Uh, that's colon, yeah. But like it was like when when he leaves, but you can still you can smell, smell his smell colon. His colon. <laughs> and then I told the story about how I thought that cologne, a spray bottle, was like that mouth spray from the cartoons, and I sprayed that in my mouth, oh, no. and it was my dad's cologne. That's I told that story, and that birthed the name. Look, regardless of how the name came about. The no. name is the name now. Why are you saying we regardless? Are. That's how it came out. Yeah, I know. That's all I'm saying. You're like, regardless of how terrible that story is. Yeah, it's a bad story. It's like, but it's the... You was, sprayed... You sprayed cologne... You sprayed cologne into your goddamn mouth. I'm not going to say that. That's not fucking dumb. I was like eight. I didn't know what cologne was. You were eight. So you were seven years past the point where you should have had... You should have been speaking complete sentences. <laughs> Take AP lit. I'm sorry. Shout out to Kimbo Kimberly. Kimbo, no, no. Yo, that's gonna be awesome if you release me next week uh, as we're talking, I because should, it's gonna be I like the two like Filipinos. It's gonna be like it. here's uh, here's Kimberly. Then I'll have Joey on. Then I'll have Annie on. Again. Here's Kimberly, and then here's the weird Filipino at the <laughs> <laughs> a week after. Damn, it's this is a hard thing to deal with. Can you be 60 and 72? I don't know. Because there have been live episodes. It's been 14 weeks. Oh, fuck. There have been two live episodes. All right. I think think the only way that we can quantify this is by releasing my episode next week and then releasing another episode with me two weeks later to make up for the 14-week gap. Well, no, it's been 14 weeks. It hasn't been 14 episodes. Uh, Producers' episodes. Oh, shit. Because live episodes don't count in the number of Well, damn. I mean, like, if this just wants to be, like, a, a dry run, then that's fine. Oh, no. We're going to yeah. release it. This is <laughs> good. This is good. We're going to do this again. This is some good shit. Uh, Dad's Cologne is... Instagram.com slash Dad's Cologne. It's the, the Improv Meme Supreme account. I have not, I literally have not seen another Instagram account 
that has better memes than us. And that's sort of me kind of tugging my own dick because I post a lot of those. Tug away, my dude. But Anthony posts a lot of them, too. Pete's like our business manager. You're like the uh, quality assurance person. It's like, you know, know, that one's done. I'm the project manager. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm producing the show. I, I I haven't made I haven't sat down and made memes in a while. I had the the like app on my front page yeah. to like make it, but I haven't done it. <laughs> it's so uh, dumb. It's so fucking stupid. But you know what? It's fun because it's like it's a place where we can produce original content, and it's mostly for our friends. But it's also mostly. the idea of like. But most of the people who like our posts aren't people that we know in real life. They're people who identify with, like, I try to make something, or, I, whenever I make memes, I try to make them as if they're, like, or I try to make them as relatable as possible, but yeah. still, like, fucking hilarious. I, um, the, the thing is, it, it promotes this message beyond Richmond of the comedy scene, where it's, like, because the one of my, some of my favorite talks have been with some of the founders of of our of our great theater about the Richmond comedy scene. You're on Instagram. What are you doing? Oh, sorry. I'm just checking my just checking my my posts. You know. Continue. The but expanding the comedy scene, and I feel like with this page, it's as much of an attempt as it is at whatever you want to say it is. It's it's a big part it's a big thing of like wanting to grow the scene like we like the idea of um really trying to represent our our niche and and this is another thing that i thought about too and i want to get your opinion on this and then we have to go because <laughs> it's almost call time it's almost call time now <laughs> it's oh fuck you know what it's fine we're going last murder it's beach fine. is closing out you're te- are you really tacking this I'm time? Really tacking. Oh shit! Right, Ty is gonna be happy. Uh, future friend of the show, Ty, who, uh, like, honestly, he's one of the dudes that I think is gonna stick around for a really long time. So, yeah, shout to out to that dude. Love it. He's doing. He's doing. A, he's in my tool in class. Yeah, he's a he's a friend of Dad's cologne. Yeah, he's a friend of Dad's cologne. Yeah. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say. Say it. Do you remember what I was gonna say? You said say it. Say it out loud. I forgot. You're you a, you're a vampire. I don't know. I'm just remembering Twilight. Yo, did you know that I read the first Twilight book? I read that whole thing. And I actually enjoyed it. Very cool. Thanks. Thank you, Daniel. Very cool. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. Bella, she's cute. Which team are you on? Uh, I'm on... Oh my god, Dan, no. Dan, what team are you on? I'm on Team Jacob. Dan, just... He's a werewolf. Werewolves are way fucking cooler than vampires. Yeah, we gotta wrap it up. Alright. Where do you want to end? Do you want to end here? No, I think I want to end here. Okay? Okay. Hi. My name is Daniel Falarka. And you might recognize me or at least recognize my voice from the hit coalition show, What Was I Thinking? Or you might recognize me from the hit coalition show, Star Team. Or you might recognize me from the hit coalition house team, Jensen. 
Or you might recognize me from the hit coalition show, America's Most Mysterious Mysteries. Or you might recognize me from the hit coalition show, Coalition Radio Hour. Or you might recognize me from the hit coalition show, Coalition Junior High. Or you might recognize me from the Coalition House Team Yellowstone. Or you might recognize me from the hit Coalition Halloween show, What Just Happened. Or you might recognize me from... Uh, Coalition Dead. From the, the Live Dead Halloween From the podcast. Coalition hit series, Coalition Dead, the live... Uh, coalition podcast where I played, um, where I played <clears throat> Chef Excellence. Ain't nothing like a good salad. You had raviolis that a whole time. Ravioli, ravioli. All right, Dan. What's in the pocket, Oli? All right, we gotta go. Hey, shout out. Uh, so I'm really glad that I was allowed to be on this podcast. I'm really and, glad you did it. And to Gretchen, I say hi. Say goodbye to everybody else. Goodbye to everybody else except Gretchen, whom I have said goodbye to before. I